Hello and welcome to episode 310 of the Awesome Comics Podcast, the place where the small press makes a big noise. Don't be confused. Uh, I'm Tony Esmond and my hips do not lie. Joining us as always is the creator of the webcomic Vanguard, Mr. Dan Butcher. Hello. Hello. That hollow girl cover, mate. Fucking hell. Oh, you like that one? Yeah, mate, that one, love it. Well. Yeah, really nice. Yeah, yeah. Lots of fun to do that. You may have noticed that Vincenzo Bananas Hunt is not with us this week. I know that's his name because I sent him a letter this week with that name on it. <laughs> um, he is He's not well. He's a bit mm. sick and he just messaged us saying, I haven't shit myself. Hang on a minute. That may not be right. So, yeah, he's definitely not well. So, um, everyone send him some good vibes and send him um, new pictures of yourselves. So that should help. But uh, get back, get get well soon, Vince. Yeah, yeah, Vince. Hope you're better soon, mate. Should we start a campaign to send him ass wipes as well? Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and joining us this week. Yes. Uh, and stepping in at the last moment. Thank you very much. You're a couple of old pals, not so old. Uh, the couple that are an artistic powerhouse called Art92. Yes, it's only Damien and Helena Edwardson. Hello. Hello, hello. Helena, hello. is it Helena or Helena? I know I get confused. Well, it's technically it's Helena, but everyone calls me H. H, I always call you H, don't okay. I? Yeah, so I was yeah. trying to be polite there. Yeah. And I, I hate to be one of those people, Tony, but uh, we're technically a poor house, not a powerhouse. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is that because you're in the north? <laughs> Where did the uh, Art 92... I love this northern hate speech I've told you before. <laughs> Where did the Art 92 name come from? <laughs> Have we ever asked that? Uh, I think I know, but should we ask them anyway? Where did yeah. Art 92 come from, geezers? Oh, um, Damien's looking at me now going, you can ask the question. Um, <laughs> it's um, it's when we got together, 1992. Ah, All right. So when it comes to thinking of a name for the business, you know, you go round and round and round in circles thinking, that doesn't sound right, that doesn't sound right, that sounds shit. And then we just kind of thought, well, you know, we got together then and with us both being artists and and that's it, really. Yeah, unfortunately, yeah. We, we checked out and a few domain names have gone like, Please buy our shit.com. It's gone. So, <laughs> that, that window. Yeah. But, I think uh, be my friend.com is already taken by a number of people on Twitter. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I think um, in the end, we just went, I think it was one of the first ideas we came up with as well, wasn't it? Yeah, we circled back and to it, didn't you we? You kind of go back around the loop after mm, yeah. you just told me all my other ideas were shit. So we went, <laughs> <laughs> that's quite romantic, though, isn't it? 1992. That's yeah. nice. I like that. I, I, think, I think I'd have got out by now if I'd. Uh, committed a crime should we say <laughs> yeah, yeah it was before <laughs> i was born yeah. could have been a good year that <laughs> alas at least it wasn't, it wasn't the place because if me and my partner did that it would have been up behind the bins you know Jesus. <laughs> yeah. art yeah. behind the bins and the bins by by chicken cottage motorway services coleslaw that would have been another one <laughs> well welcome back it's good to have you back you both, you both been busy. In fact, um, we'll talk about it in a bit. But Damien has been extremely busy. It, yesterday, he sent me something which is glorious. So we'll talk about that. Daniel, where yes. else is busy? On Comic House. Yes, Comic House is an indie comic marketplace with a difference. There's a huge selection of titles on their day space, and if you self-publish, you can list your book on there for a small fee and start selling straight away. No, I'm not reading this, but it sounds good, doesn't it? Doing all right. <laughs> You're doing great. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> I've got a new mic, so I'm not right up close to it. Put your mouth right close Honestly, to the mic. Honestly, it sounds better. It oh, does that's sound good. Better, okay. Mm. They have a feature section on their site and also have their own app. 
It's like Netflix for comics. For only £3 a month, you can get access to an enormous, like the word enormous, <laughs> library of digital indie comics. Huge is another good word. What great stuff can they find on there at the moment, Vince? No, Dan. Dan. Fucking hell. I've written the That's wrong right. name. That's okay. Uh, it's like, it's like find... Anchorman, this, isn't it? I just write the wrong thing in my own script, so fuck it up. <laughs> uh, the Bad Bad Place. Right. Uh, broke Down and Four Dead Bodies, Volume 1, Issue 4. We can get uh, extra, extra, extra shitty stories. I've yet to check that out. I should we need to. You keep that. saying yeah. about that. We need yeah. to read that. Every we? week. Yeah. <laughs> uh, of the Same Coin, Issue 1. We've got Vanguard, Issue 19. And we've got Duck City, Volume 1 and Volume 2. I've never there. heard of Duck City. No. Yeah. Uh, it's from all the way down under. Oh, right. I wonder if that was one of those things when you try and write a certain word on te- on tweets or text and it comes up with the word duck. <laughs> I tried to tweet something today and it, it came up with a warning saying, are you sure you want to tweet this? Really? Swearing and, yeah. Oh, right. Someone said something about, I, I stomped a toothbrush to death, an electric toothbrush, it wouldn't turn off. Yeah. And someone said, that's one in the eye for Skynet. And I went, you're terminated, fucker. And it came up with a kind of thing saying, are you sure you want to say this? Does it not go against community standards? I uh, know you get the police at your door. Yeah. Hate speech. I'll tell you, I've got one from uh, Facebook because I, I reposted what Eric Clapton said like on stage like years ago saying he fucking said this is outrageous. Oh, he went a bit racist on stage, didn't he, Eric Clapton? A, a bit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he put his foot right down. And uh, <laughs> I got like a community ban. Oh, right. Again, you get you got a strike against you is what they call yeah. it, don't they, in the extremist movements? Yeah. So, there you go. Uh, I was watching Eric Clapton. I watched the thing on the band this morning ah, in the okay. early hours. I like the band. So what was going on there then? Let's, let's tackle the weighty issue of racism on the <laughs> I don't know. Apparently, I'll say racism is bad. Don't do it. There you go. Bad. Sorted. Yeah, take that, haters. Yeah. <laughs> love the, uh, the CGs after, as you know. Yeah, Tommy Robinson will be turning this off. Uh, flicking the off switch, changing over to... What would he listen to? It's quite funny because um, the guy I know uh, <laughs> was saying he'd been banned for Facebook for a while and he'd just come back because he'd commented on a boxing match. All right. But I think he sort of said, yeah, I hope he, you know, something like paraphrasing, I hope he knocks his fucking head in or something. <laughs> and they banned him. Yeah. What are we doing? Yeah. yeah. Has anyone ever watched a boxing match? Don't watch boxing. Boxing is cancelled. Boxing is cancelled. Isn't there some like YouTuber fighting someone today or something? Is that right? I don't know. Is there any good. We'll be speaking Logan about good Paul, sporting comics later. Sorry. Logan Paul, that chap, one of the YouTube, the, the Logan brothers, I think he was fine. Oh, he's always fighting someone. Oh, he's always, he? It's their thing now to sort of do boxing matches. Oh, but. yeah. Oh, God. Okay. Well, we were talking about sporting comics later, similar to boxing, but not quite. That I had a uh, boxer turn up to my house today. Did you? That's a fact. I was flogging my uh, punch bag and frame, and this boxer turned up. He said, I've just driven all the way from fucking Brighton. I'm knackered. And I said, well, the frame's a bit rusted. He goes, oh, I'm not sure if I'd have come up if I'd have known that. And I said, well, I told my wife to say that on the fucking post. But <laughs> yeah. he said, I'll tell you what, I'll give you 10 or less. And I was like, what am I going to say to a boxer that's driven like forever an hour to get this? Well, he's not, mock- you know, you've got to do three minutes in the in the ring. He's a bit he's a bit of a shit boxer if he's tired from driving. I don't think he was tired. He was just annoyed. Oh, so right, okay. funny, Dan. I'd have got your missus out. She'd have fucking sorted him. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> She's got a good She'd probably give you 10 or more just to <laughs> stop hitting him. I was like, yeah, mate, just take it and go. I just don't want to ever deal with Facebook Marketplace ever again. Social media is a weird place. Anyway, let's go back to this because we haven't finished it. Oh, yeah, um, 
yes. So to find out more, start your 14 free, 14 day free trial and dive headfirst into the amazing world of small press that we talk about every week. Check out comichouse.com. We never say this, but it's comic then H A U S, comichouse.com. It's not house. I had someone say to me, I can't find it. So I had to spell it right for them. We almost did a perfect ad, but we fucked it up again with a, a, a story aside. aside. Which, yeah. Which is usually how we do it. So it, everything's on right. track. Yeah, it's going all right. Yeah. the uh, social, yeah. We're talking of social media can be a bit of a, um, a dangerous place. Um, Helena's found that recently. <laughs> <laughs> Top of the bill. <laughs> She's gone quiet, right? We're moving, moving on. Anyway. <laughs> there was uh, talk earlier this week of the uh you know we mentioned the past couple of weeks running now the demon slayer comic oh yeah absolutely trash in the u.s well, sales i was listening to the gutter boys podcast mm. um and i don't know i've just started listening to it because eddie raymond was on there from strangers and i listened to the following week and it had um the good van skyver on it and uh they were saying that is it Demon Slayer? Is that what it's called? Dan? Yeah, yeah. Demon Slayer. Demon Slayer has sold more issues than the whole of Marvel and DC put together in the last year. Bloody hell. It's yeah. quite a lot. I've not verified that in any way, but they were saying it. Uh, yeah. I mean, it seems to be of going round and round that story. I presume at some point someone would have popped up and said, actually, that's not the case. Here's the, the counter. But uh, even if it, they didn't, it's obviously sold phenomenally well. Yeah. Uh, it's Bloody kind hell. of a bit galling, really. Have you guys then, read it? What, H and Damon, have you ever read it? Or No. No. No, is it manga? Yeah. 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 Uh, no, I'm, I'm <laughs> dismissive admit. tone in your voice. <laughs> no, I'm not going to do that, mate. I was going to say. He's always dismissive. Oh, you're going to get me in trouble. Man. I'm going to have the manga hate mob on me, aren't I? <laughs> Apart from Junji Rita, I've never really read any manga. I have to okay. have reading left to right, and mine back to front. That's the thing. I have trouble. It freaks me out. It makes me paranoid that I won't be able to read a comic properly, a Western comic properly, because I'll have read an Eastern-style printing process. Honestly, like you get used to it so quickly. There's a couple of times when you come to a page and you think, how do I read this? And then you say, oh, like that. and It's okay. But, yeah, I can understand what you mean. When I first started like reading right to left, you're like, oh, God, this is a bit odd. Because a lot of companies would translate it over, wouldn't they, years ago? That seems to have stopped now, I think, mostly. You know, uh, I can understand in the way like all the character designs are flipped and like the way they. To be fair, I wouldn't. Would it bother you guys if the comic you made was flipped for an Eastern audience? I don't think it would bother me that much. I don't think so. No, I don't. I don't think I'd be bothered. No, no, no you. No, I'd just be glad they'd done anything with it. Yeah, to be honest. I'd be I can understand those some creators might in. get precious. I, I, yeah. don't, I don't want to do it. But uh, that's quite a, a thing. Like. And like they they did the comics and then they did that the the film which went absolutely nuts and that in turn boosted up the uh, sales of the book because everyone right. thought wow. oh shit the, the film's done let's see what how the story continues but then I see like just a uh, uh, mentalness from the Marvel stuff where the comic series are announcing like the the death of Doctor Strange in the comics and it's like <laughs> you you've got a film coming out with Doctor Strange <laughs> what are you doing why are you why are you going to introduce all these characters, these, these huge audience to this character, and then they jump over to the comics, and then you're killing them off in the comics? But they've tried that twice recently, where they've tried to make someone else, you know, fit into Doctor Strange's role, yeah. and it just hasn't worked mm, either time. No. I think honestly, it's best. Well, I, I really don't like legacy characters. Keep on saying, "Oh, like, like here's a new Judge Dredd. It's not Joe Dredd. It's 
Malcolm Dread or whatever. <laughs> just make a new character from scratch. Yeah. Yeah. I would, I would love to see Malcolm Tucker as Dread. That would be good. That would be excellent. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Judge Tucker. Get the fuck in or fuck the fuck out of this ISO cube. Yeah. That'd be good. Yeah. They can't get a handle on this kind of um, TV and movie world, though, and no. the correlation with comics. I know you've talked about this before, but mm. you know, if, if you were going to announce a film, surely you'd make sure that you'd line that up with the comics kind of canon, at least. But then again, you know, yeah, I know. No, but even surely in the comic, you would react to what the film department was doing. Like whoever was the bigger one, the leader, which would yeah. be the film department, say, so, right, they get the. Doctor Strange film, the Multitudes of Madness, whatever it's kind of coming around, Multi Dimensions of Madness, it's coming out yep. in November. We want our comic to be like a jumping on point issue around the same time. So readers, can, people can watch the film and then come onto the comic and they know where they're going. Yeah, well, that's, that's, that's one of the great things that um, Lucasfilm when it when it got sold to Disney, and that's one of, that's one of the few good things that Disney did when they kind of made this uh, agreement that right. You know, from now on, all new products will be canon, whether it's comics, video games, okay. um, cartoons. So, you know, Rebels, I don't know if you've ever seen Rebels. I imagine it's probably on Disney+. Plus. Right. Mm. But that was a great show, that. And um, But it all tied into the, the canon, and then you'd see little kind of Easter eggs in the new films that would link you back into the comics and link you back into the cartoon. And it, it really worked. I mean, once they started bringing in computer games it got a bit tricky then because yeah okay you know, I don't, so but the, the overall arc of the kind of computer game would be canon and you know obviously what happened within it wasn't, yeah but they did they did do that really well it's a shame they didn't write the the actual trilogy ahead <laughs> don't of get dan started yeah well, they, dan's they, favorites this is they had a, an interview with uh what's the guy bad robot uh who done the first one and the new star trek films uh, oh god the guy from he Buffy, lost. that guy lost he, he he was one of the directors behind it oh, okay. i'm totally blanking on his fucking name i don't really watch star wars uh you know the new star trek films yeah oh jj abrams jj abrams yeah. yeah basically he said oh we didn't have a story yeah. Just, yeah we all know <laughs> we all watch the films we know you didn't have a story for free they change creative teams as well though, yeah. because you know they have lord and miller on Han Solo that went um, I can't remember who they had originally lined up for the second of the new trilogy but he bailed because of something and they just kept swapping it around yeah. and they did have this it was a strange theory where it was like we'll let each person write their own story so I, I really enjoyed Force Awakens I thought you know yeah it was basically was that the first Star one? Wars again yeah. Yeah. yeah I like that yeah, yeah right. it's yeah. still a really really enjoyable film it's fun yeah um, I mean, I enjoyed them all, but then again, I would do Star Wars. But you do kind of wish that if they plotted it out across the three films, you know, it would have been, it could have been equally as magnificent as, as the trilogy. But, you know, that, that was a weird way to approach it. That. Yeah, and then to get such odd. different visionaries as well, you know, very different people directing each episode. Well, the middle episode particularly. And um, it's not like just, not these people doing it in their spare time. Like, no. this is... A billion dollar industry, yeah. and you're just letting it fly in the wind. So, oh yeah, that work. That'd be what? fine. Lack of organisation in you know mediums that are meant to entertain us. I can't yeah. imagine that's the case. Can you? Oh, <laughs> Valiant Comics. Yeah. And uh, well, we can spin this on to uh, the next subject. Oh yes, which we, Uh 
Would we say the MCM stuff? We can, well, I was thinking we could do that and, and slide into... Yeah, let's do MCM. So we, we can we can have a little bit of a chat about conventions in general with our two gorgeous guests. So um, I didn't see this. I only saw this because Dan Harris stuck something up, didn't he, about yeah. the prices of... Um, MCM prices for a weekend is now £85 for a weekend entry. Who are yes, yeah, for like a single single person going in for a weekend. 85 so, quid. 85 quid. So if I wanted it, yeah, like I know you get those kind of people who cosplay and they go there like just for three days and have three days worth of costumes. But like, how are they going to be buying anything? Like, it, it's just nuts. It's is it three days or is it two days now? Isn't it Friday, Saturday, Sunday? Oh, is yeah, it? Okay. Three, well, I wondered because looking at that, I mean, because it's about I think it's something like twenty-eight quid on the Friday, thirty-eight quid on the Saturday and the Sunday, or something like that. I could, you know, it's around those numbers, right? Which adds up to about you know just 100, 120 quid if you do the three days. Yeah. And I wondered whether when they said the weekend, whether that was just going to be the Saturday and the Sunday. Do you know what I mean? Oh, okay. Yeah. I, don't, I doubt it because the, the maths wouldn't work. But I, I don't know. It's just strange coining it as a weekend ticket when it's actually a three-day event that starts yeah. on a Friday. Yeah. Well, I'm in the process of trying to contact them, and they are not the easiest people to contact. No. no. Um, and to book a table for No Brow. And I think they're... Because you pay per square foot, I think it is per square meter or per square foot. I can't remember off the top of my head. Right for, for space for your um, table in you know not a non-artist alley table, and um, that's gone up by about fifteen percent. I think fifteen twenty percent. Okay, um, but are they going to do less people there? That's why they've increased the. Well, New York's doing yeah. less, aren't they? New York have put a cap on it, I think. But then, like less pe- less people going in means less money to spend in the hall. Yeah. Aren't they supplementing it, though, by doing an online pass now that you can okay. buy? I saw that as well. Where an online think, pass? Yeah, where you can basically have, like, a virtual pass to all the MCM events, and you can get, you know, you get a free badge. So but Essentially, that's going to be like a web... They're going to stream a video yeah. of someone on stage, which... Yeah. Uh, it's on YouTube full of you, stuff like that. Yeah. yeah, I don't know why you wouldn't just have that for free anyway. Yeah. yeah. I mean, have you guys ever thought about... Have you ever done MCM? I don't think you have. And have you ever thought about it? We looked at it. We did get in touch with them once yeah. um, to do Manchester. Because Manchester, for all its... I have I've issues with MCM. And, and we've never had any luck when it comes to kind of mixed events, really. You know, they've never really been for us. Right. Um, but we did look into it, didn't we, mm. H? And, and the cost was just... It was too much. I mean, we, we were never going to make it back. It was something like two hundred and fifty yeah. quid or something ridiculous. Right. And okay. It was like, well, we're not going to make that. You know, yeah. we're not going to make that yeah. money over a weekend. And, and quite right, like you said, Dan. It's a, obviously, you know, I say obviously, if they're restricting people, and they're also restricting people, and those people are spending however much it is on ticket, they're not going to have the money to spend when they come in. You yeah. Know, so people yeah. like us, I mean, it's different because, like we were we were talking about before, weren't we? That people are going to, if they're going to spend that kind of money, they're going to go and see the top stars. They're going to bypass your table with your with your you know your independent mm. stuff and go straight to them. So it really really wouldn't be worth our while, to be honest. And it's true, isn't it? I mean, I know they've got to pay the way and they've got to mm. fund all this stuff, and I'm sure there will be extra things in place they need to pay for. But every quid you put on a ticket on the door is a quid less, as H says, that people are going to spend, spend on the tables, yeah. isn't yeah. it? And you know, we, we can't compete. There's no yeah. it'd be fucking pointless as going, to be honest. But you kind of got to like go and low, and low brow hit, haven't you? You've got to do the, mm. oh, I've got these pictures of stormtroopers, you know, or, um, you know, the black cat with a bum out or something, I don't you know. I understand, yeah. like, you're, you're paying for stuff to go in there, but, like, to, to meet your celebrities, you've got to pay for that. Everything's mm. like, you've got to pay extra on top of it. So why, 
why am I paying 80 quid to go into place I've got to spend you're, you're paying on the door to go into a shop yeah, the prices exactly. are over yeah. the top that doesn't doesn't work I mean, for me surely because obviously you know I know um, a couple of organisers like yourselves you know so if you look at Den Whittle for example with Older yeah, yeah. And Den works his bollocks. I must off. do that one day. I'm, I'm oh, yeah, missing it. Yeah, Open yeah. is such a good event, honestly. Yeah. And Den basically works like a bit like Stuart Mulrain. He works all throughout the year raising the funds to run the event, so he can basically keep the cost like you know as minimal. And Den does it in a way that he applies for grants and you know and all that sort of stuff. And he, that's why he's never charged at his events. And he's always said that you know it will always be free entry to people. That's good. And. Oldham was brilliant because we saw people coming into Oldham that would never have come to a standard. They, they couldn't afford 20 quid a ticket, 80 quid a weekend ticket, whatever it might be, or a family ticket. Because it was whole families, wasn't it? Coming yeah. yeah. Never yeah. That. yeah. Yeah. And it was kids coming in with the parents, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, it was great. You, know, and it, yeah. you could see that it was their first event. Yeah, and Macclesfield's a bit like that, you know? Yeah. I think Macclesfield's the same. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so there are ways they can do it. You're not telling me that MCM, with all their pulling power, because aren't they part of Reed Pop and all that? Yeah, they are now, yeah. So yeah. Surely they can offset some of this cost by getting some decent marketing and, and agreements and, you know. Cause it, I mean, somebody needs big, to pull the socks up, I think. Th- those big stars, surely, like, you go in, like, whatever money you earn on this day is yours. We're not paying you a fee to turn up. Yeah. And if you're charging 40 quid for your signature... And you can bang one out every five minutes. Surely <laughs> that's going to be worth your while mm. very quickly. I remember I mean, going I've to one. And the chasers from the chase were there. <laughs> Where was that story telling? Like there were celebs going home with like black bin, black bin liners full of notes. Yeah, well, that guy is it Stephen Amell? Doesn't he own the booking agency that books a lot of these things now? Right. Okay. Right. Isn't, isn't it? Yeah, that was a quite a, quite a shrewd business move by him because he they started seeing all these people going. You know, like who's that dude with the crossbow in um, Walking Dead and stuff like that? All these people were going along, and and they were like mm. hundreds of thousands of pounds over a weekend. Yeah. You know. Yeah, and I mean, I know um, some of the the costs of getting these people over as well is phenomenal. So mm. I absolutely, I was at one event, and they were saying that they wanted to. They tried to get arnie over for an event right and i think he wanted at least guaranteed 400 grand before he'd even consider it Uh, fucking hell and you're like shit but i mean the the other side though is if you got him could you imagine oh imagine here's here's what i'm imagining i'm imagining me dan and vince we're setting up the table we're shouting at each other as usual you know and like a a shadow passes over dan's face and he just goes a little bit transfixed and, (laughs) and he goes that's Arnie. Yeah, I, I literally don't think I'd be able to handle that. I would short circuit. But so you know, I do, I do appreciate there are costs involved in running these events, and and we all knew. Let's be honest, that ticket prices were going to go up after missing an entire year and a bit. Mm. You know, we we were kind of all aware of that, weren't yeah. we? That they were going to try and make some money back. But again, though, it's the deeper problem, isn't it? That a lot of people go to these events. MCM might be a bit different than maybe a standard kind of traditional comic event, but how many of them are around anymore? You yeah. know, not not many. And we we go to most of them, don't we? But yeah. um, every kid that can't afford to go into one of those events and go down the artist alley and pick up new comics or, or discover the love of comics is another comics fan we'll never get. Yeah. And that's that's what really worries me about this. Is it's it's 
all about this short-term pop culture. Yeah, you're gripping tighter and tighter on, on what yeah. you've got. It's yeah. on fucking MTV or how old am I? But you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. But it's like, it is all this, like, who's on the latest TV show? And, and meanwhile, the comics industry, which actually give birth to this fucking event, is dying in the corner mm. of starvation. I, I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll agree with you around MCM. I'm not a big defender of it, but I think it's worth remembering that Artist Alley takes up a good chunk of floor space. It and, does. And doesn't make them a huge amount of money. No. Um, and is poorly attended compared to a lot of the rest of the, the floor space as well. Yeah. Yet they seem to continue with it. I mean, I hope yeah. that that's... I hope they keep on doing it. But uh, I wonder, like, I, is that for credibility for people like us who go, well, you're not a fucking Comic-Con, are you? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Or is it... There's some people on the staff there who think, no, no, we're a fucking Comic-Con. Well, they don't even fucking yeah. flog comics there. Very like, rarely, that's do the they? Only, that's yeah. the only representation of people yeah. selling comics, is, it seems to be like that. Like, and the no-brow table, which is very good, pop by. Yeah, obviously, yeah, yeah no-brow. Thank you. Yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. You know, we, we, all, we all accept that they've got, to, they've got to make money and they've got to go with the business model of what's popular. Um, you know, nobody's having a pop at them for that. But I do think it's a shame, though, that, that it's just pricing people out of having a full experience and and yeah. power to them for having that artist selling. I mean, great, you know they, they've got a decent one at Manchester. You know they they okay. really did yeah. have a decent sort of artist selling there. But the problem is, how many kids around Manchester are going to be able to afford twenty eight quid a ticket or yeah. something? Yeah, Christ, I'll tell you yeah. now, none. Mm. Yeah. You know, it's, it's tough we don't times. even know how much a table's going to be to get yeah. a table in our salary. If yeah. it's like that much for got- a free day weekend. Last, oh, last time we tabled was the last one um, from Nobrow, and they had um, I had like a specific agent attached to me because we're obviously spending a few quid to buy a sort of a, a booth, you know. Yeah. And now I'm ringing the dude; he's not answering his phone. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think they're just waiting to see what happens, you know. Yeah. But then they've got what are they doing? I know. <laughs> it's not like there's any other cons going on. Yeah, yeah. It's not well, going to be the first one back. There is that. I'm quite interested in that meanwhile con. Um, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. You being, sent through the thing for the that. The Coventry one. Yeah, being organised by Simon Myers. And yeah. um, I know a lot of the guests are going to be Zoomy guests, but it's looking... Because isn't Coventry some kind of cultural city of art or something this year? You know, one of those sort of things. I think so. I think, yeah. I think it was... Um, was it the... Oh yeah, it's city of culture, isn't it? Is it okay? I think so. All yeah, right. and um, it looks quite interesting. I've reached out mm. to them actually because we've got a friend in common um, to get a table. I've not heard back yet, but I'm looking forward to that because Dave Johnson, Dan Panosian, I think, are skyping in, aren't they? I think. Wow. Okay. Um, mm. That's cool. Yeah, and they're they're good guests to have, yeah. you know. Um, yeah, so it'll be interesting. Be you have to keep an eye on that one. I always like kind of like champion a new bloody uh, Comic Con yeah. coming along. Yeah, especially when it's, it's done by comics people. Yeah, Do you know what yeah. I mean. And Simon Myers is a great artist. Yeah, super yeah, artist. You know, he's yeah. been around for a few years, hasn't he? And yeah. you know, so it's uh, maybe it's a light at the end of the tunnel. Who knows? I mean, maybe yeah. we might see a bit of a resurgence of, of these. I mean, I was thinking about this the other day, thinking if you lined up your perfect year of conventions that you would go to, there's so many good ones that yeah. People we've never heard of, you know, things like Leamington and Nottingham and all these events, Oldham. Yeah, you know, the the brilliant comics events, aren't they? And I just kind of hope that they all come back after all this. Yeah, I don't yeah. think Leamington are running yeah. this year. I've got a feeling. Yeah. Um, 
I'm not sure about Nottingham. I, must, I keep meaning to reach out to Kevin Kell. But the yeah. do you know about Oldham at all? Is that running? I spoke to Dan. He's not running this year. Right. Um, but he's he's definitely looking at 2022. Yeah. Um, just because he's not... Last time I spoke to him, he was kind of quite honest and said, I'm not even convinced anything's going to happen again this year. It's all a worry, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. there's so much yeah. uncertainty. Yeah. Because he has to put so much time and effort into raising the funds and stuff. We got to reach out to him, D. Yeah, yeah uh, Grants, and, and then you don't put an event on. You know what I mean? Yeah. So he's, not he's get that quite going but uh, yeah, I believe 2022 he's going to come back. I mean, much like True Believers talked to Stuart, isn't it? I mean, hopefully, you know, yeah. that's kick off again next year. And yeah, know, I think that's still looking really, like February really next good. year. Is that still right? I think that's still the, still the case. So, yeah. He'll tell me, I but think yeah, that's the plan. Yeah. yeah. There's some brilliant comic events, though, aren't there? With, you know, there aren't the big multimedia events. And they're, yeah. they're the ones I'm looking forward to more than anything. I mean, what uh, do you two guys do? Do you, uh, if you're sitting at your table, are you. Are you both heads down drawing, or are you? Who's the who's the sort of personable one, and who's the artist one? That's what I always think there is. Do you, well, um... you should know by now, Tony. I'm the personable <laughs> one, <laughs> and I'm the personable too. Uh, I very rarely draw actually at events. I've only ever done. Um, I think I've only ever drawn really. I drew at Lawless a little bit, okay. a couple of on the day jobs there, but I've never done it because. I don't know. It's a bit bit strange, really. But we we talked about this before we started mm, tabling, yeah. and I always find it a bit awkward to be like because we've always worked in kind of like uh, service, uh, you know, before we worked for the university and stuff. So we've always done like frontline jobs where we worked in retail and things like that. Yeah, it's a bit like and, me. I was a butler for many years. <laughs> I hate you, butler. Oh, oh dear. <laughs> <laughs> But it's that thing about, I, I've always got this belief that if you're going to be at a table and people are going to come to you, you need to be completely, like, you know, available to chat to people yeah. if you want to and not distracted doing other things. Because there's nothing pisses me off more than, you know, you'll go up and somebody's too busy doing something else. And you're kind of like, well, I was going to spend money with you, but... Yeah, yeah I, hate that that so much. I hate yeah. that, so beyond we'll words. Do, we'll do yeah. commissions if people ask us on the day. Um, yeah, I've taken but, commissions and taken them away. Yeah. I've been like, people have said, oh, do you do... Yeah, you know, and so that's... Pre, pre-event commissions, I do... Well, we do more of, mm. um, which is the way that we're trying to go, because that's a good way of us ensuring we can cover the cost of the table you as well. When you arrive, aren't you? You can just be social when you arrive if you want, because you know yeah. it's paid yeah. for, yeah. yeah. Yeah, there's nothing but, worse than going up to a table and going, oh, I really like this art, and, and, and yeah. I know. Yeah. And you get, oh. to be fair, I've, I've had that with some creators who weren't drawing. They've just sat there and <laughs> yeah. just yeah. look straight through you and you're yeah. like, okay, then, like, you know. Yeah. 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 And not but even I just the women. I mean, I get ignored by the women quite a lot, but, you know. Yeah, there's a reason for that, Tony. Yeah, you're probably yeah. right. Listen, I haven't been <laughs> contacting you on Instagram. Though. Yeah, you need to get on the messengers on, on Instagram, Tony. <laughs> and I'm not going to answer you back, you know that. I've got you? some uncooked <laughs> sausage. <laughs> I won't have one of them people trying to tap on Instagram. I, you know, I didn't have any luck. Yeah, uh, I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to create a fake profile and message you, Damien. I think uh, Cat, well. catfish you. Cheer me up. All my friends tried to get picked up on uh, Words with Friends, like just that Scrabble game. Oh yeah, Scrabble, not Scrabble. And she gets some like bloke like start playing, and then they start selling, asking all these pictures in the. Uh, the message between players and uh, why so I'm married and then they, just, they quit the game. Oh, uh, like, right. Is that really how you're reaching out? Is like, <laughs> it's really seedy, friends. It? Yeah. 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 Oh, is it God. doggy with a Y or I E? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Is, is huge penis one word? <laughs> the... 
How many L's in fellatio? <laughs> <laughs> Depends if you're Welsh. <laughs> <laughs> Alistair. I've told you my story about being in Wales, haven't I? I'll take it afterwards. Okay. <laughs> Just you watch that hate speak. <laughs> we've, uh, so we've, I'm fingers crossed, I'm hoping Thought Bubble is still going to go ahead. Yes, uh, nice segue, D-Man. This year, I mean... I was all like, yeah, Thought Bubble. And then the missus says, well, if it goes ahead. And I was thinking, oh, fuck. No, we're being positive. Really... I think it's going to yeah. happen. Yeah. yeah. I, I really hope it goes ahead. I chatted to Chloe so... this week. So, we're, um, yeah, we're looking forward to it. That's my fucking light at the end of the tunnel. I've got everything kind of going towards Thought That's Bubble. The thing. It's, of... You need goals, don't you? We've reached yeah. that point now in the year that, you know, you start looking at the, the stats and looking at the figures for, you know, infections and think, God, it's going up, it's going down. And you're thinking, there's got to be light at the end of the tunnel. You need these things to look forward to. Mm. Otherwise, all it is is just work home, work home. Or, you know, a lot of cases, it's home because you're doing the work at home. Yeah. You, know, you just yeah. want to get out and see people and see faces and speak to someone different. You know? No. I've put in a few quid. I've splashed out for like a suite in the hotel, you know, just for nice. the dead hookers and stuff. And I'm yeah. really hoping it's going to work out. Yeah. <laughs> to be fair though, Tony, have you ever seen a Yorkshire suite? <laughs> you know what I mean? It just means you've got all the mushrooms you can eat on the back of the bathroom door. <laughs> you've got like, two extra <laughs> biscuits. Yeah. I stayed in a Yorkshire hotel once and they stole my towels. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> well, I want to kind of weigh out for like a new thing behind, you know, that poster thing you have, the stand. Oh, the, the roller thing. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, a roller yeah. banner. Maybe yeah. get one of them and like invest in a few quid in sort of bits and bobs. But I'm s- still sort of holding fire for the time yeah. being. Yeah. Yeah. I've got it all in like, it's all crated up in the garage, you know, like all the, the no-brow roller banners and, you know, the table stuff mm. and all that sort of thing. And I, I keep thinking, oh, I need to go in the garage and just like, count check, it all up again yeah. yeah i'll just go in there make sure that no water's got in there and come out again it tends to be the way to it you know it's uh, make sure there's nowhere no little nibbles on it by mice i know i know it's a worry isn't it, it. yeah what, though, when, when we do start um tabling at convention it's going to be amazing isn't it i mean yeah, i'm so sort of it. i'm going to just lose my mind yeah, yeah. It, it will be nice i mean and, and again you know i think it'll be different i think it'll be a different experience than what it used to be but it'll it'll just be so nice to be in an environment like that yeah uh, just surrounded by comics and comics people and people would you know you think about it, it's nearly two years since we've seen a lot of people yeah yeah, yeah. yeah no. mad, isn't it? it was it was a weird one because there was a little a little blip a little unpleasant blip in social media where everyone thought they could just say what they like about people mm. um and then it's coming around to conventions, and you think these people are going to have to see certain people. <laughs> this yes. is going to be interesting. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But speaking of guests at Thought Bubble, which we are, Frank Miller. Yeah, that, that's amazing. I've kind of, for me, he's one of the titans. He's Mount yeah, Rushmore, isn't he? We were talking about this earlier, yeah. Dee, weren't we? He's a Mount Rushmore guest for me. I've, I've yeah. seen him on stage, never spoke to him. Look, I'm hoping I'll get a chance. I mean, mm. for, for good or ill, fucking Dark Knight. This, oh. that, the shadow looms large after over fucking everything. Oh, yeah, I mean, comics, when we had Batman '89, yeah, arguably, yeah, it um, it changed comics. Dark Knight. I've said this before. I mean, again, it's one of those issues, Frank Miller, isn't it? Where you you know, do you separate the person from the work? And sometimes, yeah. you know, you you have to do that with people, don't you? But yeah. he is an absolute legend isn't he i mean he, he really I mean, and that's not using the word like everyone's a fucking legend no, God, these days, no. yeah. he yeah. genuinely is one of those people that <laughs> when i saw that pop up i mean i had the same reaction like fucking hell you know yeah. um, to me he's the only person on that guest list who will be still be remembered as a legend like you say in 20 years yeah. time oh without a doubt and was a yeah. legend 20 years ago 
Yeah. Yeah. When when was the last time he was over here? Wasn't it a London film? He did do an MCM or a film thing, definitely. Right, okay. Was that when the second Sin City (laughs) came out or something like that, was it? I'm guessing. I can't recall. I can't recall. But it wasn't that long ago. I yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, you're right, man. Yeah, he did. It's just a couple of years at least, I think, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's not that long ago. Yeah. And of course, everyone goes on about how he doesn't look very well, but then again, he ain't a young man, is he? You know? No. But he's always looked like that, though. I need to be fair. He's always <laughs> looked a bit. I think he was a bit. Fo- uh, maybe because I hadn't seen him in a while and then, like, saw him as that fucking hell. He'd really kind of lost a lot of weight. And, yeah. yeah. You know, when someone loses so much weight, you think, well, that's not really healthy how much has gone there. But yeah. then I don't know what's going on with the man. And well, I a friend of mine worked on a, a TV series with him just before lockdown and um, was Skyping with him most days and talking about, you know, influences. And my mate works in special effects and stuff. And he was saying mm. he was sharp as a fucking, you wouldn't believe it, talking about the films of Jean-Paul yeah. Cocteau and all this sort of thing, you know. Mm. He was, like, talking about his influences and stuff. And he's thinking, Christ, I was having trouble keeping up to him, you know. <laughs> yeah, fuck, man, yeah. I'm really... just, oh, it'd be a, be a hell of a guest. And, I mean, you know, but anybody who's going to go and, see him be prepared to queue because it's going to be it's going to be ridiculous yeah yeah um you know i mean and and take plenty of money as well because it ain't going to be cheap no it's not (laughs) he's going to be he'll he'll probably charge for a signature i'm guessing a lot of guys do now um and i'll i'll want to photograph with him you know he's one of the people i want to photograph with yeah i'd love i'd love to have that yeah yeah probably get him on the pod Somebody will. <laughs> yeah, they will. Work-wise, he's got, what, 300, Dark Knight, oh, mate, Sin you know City, me. all the I've Daredevil Ronin. stuff. Ronin's, yeah, Ronin's, yeah. Ronin's amazing. Yeah. He did a cover to Pan Man Iron Fist 68, which I was talking about the other day with uh, uh, Dave Robertson. <laughs> That's right, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He's incredible. Come there was a tweet a couple of weeks ago or a TikTok or something, some girl saying, can you imagine what a Batman film would look like if Tim, Tim Burton did it? give up yeah i mean <laughs> the best the best two batman films ever made and i was always gutted he never did the third you know because there's that lovely ending at the end of batman returns with catwoman kind of surviving and looking up into the sky and i remember thinking oh this is gonna be brilliant it's gonna be oh and then what happened next it was was it val kilmer Joel, or Joel oh, christ yeah in the comics they were actually doing i know they got that batman 89 series there was the artist oh. he, had, he had drawn uh harvey dent what's the actor's name Billy uh, D. Williams. yes as yeah. as two-face yeah so what? that might be interesting yeah and that adaptation i know you did a, a, a show on adaptations didn't you not long yeah. back and that 89 adaptation was just i think still one of the i think that's the gold standard, standard. But yeah. then again, they had to sign off every single likeness, didn't they? Um, really? Yeah, Jack Nicholson particularly. They couldn't... I remember reading about it, and um, they couldn't use a single panel without Jack Nicholson personally signing it off. Okay. So um, yeah, right. that's why it's so good. I'm but like it is that. a fucking masterpiece, yeah. that. Like that. For me, like, if I forever ever <laughs> sold one of my comics as like a film property, once they put the rights off me, I'd be like, do what you want. <laughs> you would not be. You'd be no, ringing I'd me like, going... They made that bloke a woman. No, obviously, yeah. yeah. Obviously, yeah. I would. I would moan about it, but <laughs> I, I wouldn't be like trying to control it. I'm like, well, you make the adaptation you want. That's your baby. Oh, you wouldn't. You'd be there in your fur coat. Yeah, <laughs> big cigar. cigar. Yeah, bubble bubble glasses. I'd have a shit. personal assistant. Get rid of those dead hookers from my room. <laughs> I did say like, if I ever won the lottery, I think I'd come into work by the company and just sack loads of people. <laughs> <laughs> I said I'd turn up like yeah with a kind of fur coat draped over my shoulders like or a couple of bounces either side. <laughs> <laughs> I was saying that I booked my hotel for um 
the lakes and I was back speaking to Nikki and uh, Ian and I said oh is there a backstairs because I need to get rid of the strippers and Ian says if you find strippers in I'm in a group chat with him if you find strippers in Kendall let me know and Nicole says do not find strippers <laughs> <laughs> so just just going back to the Frank Miller thing then yeah so, I mean that that's one of those like really a marquee kind of guest in yes. it oh big time you yeah. know who else would would you want to see if you could if somebody said to you right you can get anyone that i mean preferably still around and kicking you know yeah otherwise there won't be much fun would they but who who would you want who would you want to see at an event that you could have the chance to meet well, and talk I actually to? think the corporate memory you know is is very rubbish i think people don't remember you know the great creators and mm-hmm. i think there's so many people that just aren't getting invited to conventions yeah. and i think doug munch I don't yeah. know whether oh, he gets yeah. invited. You know, um, Paul Galacy, um, uh, who, who's the other one I was just thinking of? Steve Englehart. Yeah, um, Larry Hammer. I don't Larry Hammer. Yeah, there's all these people that I think the problem is you've got blokes of our age, you know, and ladies, obviously, H, sorry, and um, who know who they are, but the kids will go, oh, no, can we have Mags with Zaggio instead? And we go, oh, no. Yeah. You know, let's have someone decent. Yeah. <laughs> no, well, it's true, though. It's true, isn't it? Yeah, and I know. You've... It's like I know. Um, I mean, it's Becky, one of those Becky things, Clooning like, again, brilliant. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, how much? Um, I've lost my train of thought. I know John Wagner doesn't get invited to a lot of events, right? As a guest, and I'm like, really? I and mean, I, I wonder if it's the same with Pat Mills. You know, a similar kind of thing. It's like, but you're talking about really. Without probably overstating it, those two guys are responsible for us having a fucking comics industry in Britain. Yeah. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Along with, arguably, Alan Grant as well. But they should be the first name on every list for yeah. me. Even if they say, no, I'm not coming. First name on the list, you know. Yeah, and in a I world think... where we're not sure whether people will be able to fly over, mm-hmm. you know, why are we not tons of you know, investing talent. in yeah. the, the, yeah. You know, the, the local talent? You know. I find it, I just find it astounding you know if i had the money and i could put an event on that that'd be that, that'd be it i'd be trolling all the kind of british greats first you yeah. know and then spreading it out but i'll tell you who's great mary know. joe duffy i think she is amazing yeah and in these days of you know like i think it's quite right that we have a mix of you know everyone yeah. she'd be a great guest but no because yeah. nobody knows who she is because yeah. everyone yeah. thinks that comics started with fucking squirrel girl yeah i know <laughs> Uh, it's because the 2000 AD event, obviously, that was only creators that work on 2000 AD, but that was fucking nuts. That was actually jammed up. Amazing. Oh, get tickets for that. Yeah. God, that was good. Did you yeah, do the 40th, so, David? Yeah. yeah. Oh, we yeah. didn't know that. No, well, we didn't know you. We then, weren't we friends then, no, 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 yeah. you, yeah, you're probably too good for us back then. But, but, um, <laughs> oh, God, I was, I was absolutely In your element. mesmerized that day. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, it was like all of my childhood dreams just coming true. You know, and uh, it was funny because I was queuing up to meet. Um, I was, it was, it was queuing up to Simon Bisley. That was it. I was going yeah. to by yeah. Bisley, and just as I got like within the one person in front of me who was going up, the guy came to me and he said, "Oh, I'm sorry, he's got to go now. He's got a panel." I was like, oh, "Fucking hell!" Yeah. And then the table next to him, this guy sat down and he went, "You can come here if you want." And it was Alan Grant. I was like, "Fucking hell!" It's <laughs> <laughs> like. Talk about trading up, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Busy, but you know, yeah, I was like, Oh my god, and the only reason like, I didn't queue for Alan Grant because he wasn't there, you know. But oh, and I was there for ages, like really just chatting with him and yeah, talking about you know, not just this 2008, but his Batman stuff and all that. And 
what a, what a brilliant guy. He was guy. lovely, wasn't he? I got he some signed comics from him at that event. Yeah. And, yeah, he's he was brilliant. I remember my, when I was um boarding school my, one of my local comics was comic shops was the one in colchester and he i think he lived in colchester at the time or somewhere nearby and he used to do loads of signings in there and he was fucking brilliant he'd spend all day in there mm. yeah. that's great man creators yeah. that do that my other abiding memory of that event was pat mills shouting at everyone <laughs> it's like, it brilliant because you had like pat and then you had john i think was uh, kind of to the right of him yeah and Oh, it was it was just brilliant. It was just so good, wasn't it? Just seeing them and poor Carlos. I think the poor guy drew for like twelve hours straight. Yeah, there's a you long know, queue as well. Never seen a queue that big. Yeah, unbelievable. Yeah, that was a hell of an event. Now, I mean, the thing with that, we were just sitting in the bar. Do you remember D and like? Oh, then someone would turn up, and then old John Freeman sat yeah. there with us, and it was like this. Yeah. It's like the best. Oh, yeah. so good. Soon be the fiftieth. <laughs> yeah, be ahead of us. Do you know Hopefully. what we what what are we six years from the the fiftieth? Yeah. Christ, yeah. Yeah. I don't know if they'll do a 45th. I'm not sure. You know, it depends, but I think they'll definitely do a 50th. Yeah, I was saying that they should recreate the shed that Pat and John used to work in. (laughs) That'd be great. Maybe they could throw some original art on the floor and let us walk on it. Yeah, Yeah, easy to jam open the door or something. Yeah. The one, the one thing about that was that it's just such a shame that they couldn't get Bolland there because that would have been, I think I'd have lost my fucking mind. Yeah, Yeah. that would have been fantastic. He's uh, he's UK based, isn't he, Bond? Yeah. Yeah. I think yeah. he lives somewhere near Strange Apparitions. He lives up there somewhere. Yeah, and he's kind of resurfaced a little bit in the last few years, hasn't he? Cause he's he, done a few 2000 AD podcasts, hasn't he, and stuff. Yeah, oh, yeah. Okay. He's, he's back doing quite a few covers as well, isn't he, for DC and stuff. He's um, he's just recently done that, the, the Batman one that's set in Liverpool. And there's a nice oh, cover right. with, like, you know, the, the Three Graces and Batman and stuff. And it's it's, it's good. But, oh, yeah, okay. it's nice to see him back out and about, you know. Yeah. Being a cover artist ain't a bad gig, is it, really? Nah. No. You're Not a cover artist. That's what you do now, D. Well, I don't... Uh, yeah, thank you. <laughs> I, won't, I won't elaborate that on any further. <laughs> well, let's move on to one of our other subjects that we'd like to talk about before we get really dig into the two of you. Is um, It look, does look like there is light at the end of the tunnel in regards to comics events in comic shops. Now, I was... Um, one of the books I'm going to mention later is by one of these creators. And I noticed that Gosh have got an event signing on the 26th of June, Saturday the 26th, between Crent Abel and Shaky Kane for their new book. And I thought, oh, oh spot on. Um, I know Adam's a big Crent Abel fan, and I'm, I'm a big convert to his stuff. And um, so I think we're going to go along. So fingers crossed, that's a good thing. Yeah. I think, yeah. It's, yeah. I think it's happening, you know. Um, I, I, yeah, I guess it's kind of like all well in the head. It's uh, it's odd. I uh, I don't know. I'm still in that zone of kind of like when stuff like I'm thinking, oh, is it right? Is it okay to do that and stuff? But I guess yeah. it is. Yeah, I yeah, suppose I they so. maybe worked it on the fact that the 21st of June for for those in the UK, for those outside the UK, they don't realise. But the 21st of June is was a big landmark moment for us in the UK because we were going to open up completely. But it's yeah. looking like that may not happen now. I wonder if they're working off the back of that. You know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, H and I were talking about just stuff in general, and we're, we've got our second vaccination um, beginning of July. You don't do it so, as a couple, do you? Well, we had to book it online, so uh, because we had to travel, we sort of went in the old hands. <laughs> <laughs> Is he not great with needles, H? Is he all right? Well, he's a big lad. <laughs> but it would be great to just get it out of the way. And then by the middle yeah. of July, we'll, you know, after the two week kind of period, we'll be all clear. And, you know, but we kind of said that we don't really feel comfortable doing yeah. anything. 
Until I got mine a week ago, so I'm a week into my second jab now, so I'm quite pleased. Yeah, so, no, that's right. Yeah. But there's going to be a lot of... It'll be interesting to see how people react as well, because there is a lot of people who are really, really anxious about going back out like there into, to events. Integrating back into yeah. society in a yeah. way, isn't it? Yeah. And as much as all this bravado about, oh, I'm not fucking bothered and all that, I think it'll take us. It'll take a while for people to get back into the swing of it. I mean, it's weird, right? Because the other week... Um, I went into a Starbucks. I was I was I had to nip out early in the morning on errand, and we had like this, this early opening Starbucks. And I just pulled in and nipped in and, and grabbed a cup. And just being in there buying a coffee was really strange. I was saying to H, I felt really, really strange. Like I haven't been anywhere like that for so long, like isn't it? Yeah, months. yeah. And it just felt odd. And then I started like kind of going fast forward and thinking, what's it going to be like when you're in a room full of like comics things in, in your convention or do you know what i mean and it, it is it is an odd feeling for people that haven't been out and about much they've just been working locally from home basically yeah. same yeah Never i legged it out. i legged it into gosh the other day so i got the train in to st pancras and i jumped to flounder to get there because i was running a bit late and it closes at six at the moment and mm. i said to the cabbie can you know can you take me to one berwick street and he went you know have you been down there recently mate and i went no no not for ages and he went you won't make it down the road. I said, what do you mean? He says, well, it's all closed off, isn't it? And I was thinking, oh, maybe they've closed it off. That's a bit weird. And then we got there. We got about 10 yards down Berwick Street, and the rest is just pissed people at tables where they've pedestrianised right. it. Uh, and it was right. absolutely mobbed. Yeah. Never seen anything like it. Yeah. Maybe they won't then. Maybe people will just go out and fucking do it. <laughs> yeah. Get hang- <laughs> drunk as a handcart. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I'm pretty apprehensive about sort of going back into it, if I'm honest. Yeah. I've not really done much about this work from home, nip down the local shop a couple of times and see see the odd member of the family, but that's mm. about it. So mm. yeah. It's, it's funny because I read a really good article um, today, and it was only a short article, but it was about yeah. kind of the um, anxiousness of reintegrating into society. Mm. And uh, she was saying, you know, things like they've got a, there's a cold ripping around her, her daughter's school. And she's saying it's just a cold, she says. But, you know, you, you have this thing where if you hear somebody cough, you, you you know, you go into a bit of a panic and think, oh, God, somebody's coughing behind me. And I think we're going to be a bit like that going yeah. forward. You know, yeah. even when we're out and about and, you know, if, if more and more, well, more and more uh, people with any sense get vaccinated, it's starting to feel a bit safer. But you will have people who, mm. you know, choosing not to vaccinate, you'll choose not to wear a mask, who will yeah. be coughing and spitting and stuff. And you're thinking, you know, it's, it's back to the days of, you know, when spitting was banned because of TB. Then you're thinking, you know, that, that's going to spread. Yeah. And, you know, if you stood in a queue and someone coughs, I mean, I don't, know, I don't know about you guys, but if I'm in a, in a queue in a shop and even though we've got masks on, someone coughs, I can feel myself like, you know, <laughs> sticking <laughs> your neck yeah. into my shoulders and go, oh, get away. I got, I, got, I got a cold recently and I got it from the only person I've been exposed to and it was the one who cut my golden locks. So I thought, you know, when they opened up, you could get your hair cut. And I thought, all right, yeah. I'll get in. So I got my hair cut and I got a cold off the woman who gave me a haircut. Oh, for fuck fuck's sake. Yeah. Normally, I like sitting on a park bench and sort of spitting at teenagers at lunch, in the lunch hour. <laughs> I was questioning whether we can actually start wearing face masks every kind of cold yeah, flu I see season. them keeping that in for a bit. I mean, they're yeah. calling the 21st of June a fair day, aren't they? Because everyone who's like had to put their affairs on hold, you know, oh, we're will be go bang up for it after that. that. <laughs> oh, God. I mean, I know my diary's full for the week after that, I've got to tell you now. That yeah. fucking one meme that went round, and it's like two weeks after lockdown and it's like the couple and the woman saying, can you blink quiet? You fucking. <laughs> <laughs> I'll make a, make a note of the time. Yeah, just so he does the edit. <laughs> I, 
<laughs> Great. I mean, are you guys? Do you? I mean, do you have a local comic shop? Where's the nearest one to you, Dames? Um, there's one in. There used to be one in Wigan, but I don't think it's it's there anymore. It was only it was in the back of a wallpaper shop. <laughs> <laughs> that's brilliant. Yeah, and that's that's awesome. that'll, that'll shut down. That'll so I think down, it's yeah. gone. But there is one kind of um, in Atherton, which is up near Bolton. So okay, that's the trouble is with Bolton, you've got to have vaccinations anyway. You know, regardless. <laughs> now. Yeah. Um, but I mean, I used to go to Manchester quite a lot. Um, you know, because we've got obviously we've got Forbidden Planet there and. Um, you know, traveling man and yeah. things like that. And there's a couple of independent, kind of more markety stores. You got that one near the train station that you go downstairs to, and it's like a you you get fleas by walking in there. That yeah. one, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's full of like antique jazz mags in it and stuff. Oh, like I love that. all that. I bought a man from Uncle Annual in there last time I was there. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it always makes me laugh because you go past and then you don't realise they do comics at first because yeah. they've got it's like bush a go-go in the window isn't it you know all these 70s porn mags and stuff yeah. and then you know people are like they've got lenny bennett stuck down the knickers and then you kind of <laughs> just for the old people in the room <laughs> 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 and then you go down into a cellar and all the best comic shops are, are underground in my opinion i'll never <laughs> argue against that Every 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 greatest comic shop or part of a comic shop I've ever been to has always been like not on the ground floor, but the the floor beneath it. Yeah, and, uh, that's probably back to the old cons as well that I used to go to, and they were you know the old comic marts, and they were always underneath something. Oh, I'm so know, pissed under- I missed the last comic mart. I really yeah. want to go to that. Yeah, because that's opened again now, so that's available again now. Yeah. And that yeah. falls into what you're saying, Dames. Is that's a place where you you would ca- easily catch a disease anyway. Oh yeah, oh god, yeah, yeah. yeah. We tabled at one once. All right, in a, a comic mart. Yeah, and the guy. To be fair, it was like two quid to get in, you know. And the guy said to us, "What do you sell?" And I said, "Well, you know, we sell art and you know stuff like." That. He said, "Yeah." He said, "Yeah," and he, he, I don't think he'd take any money for the table because he said, "If you make any money, let me know." And I'll, <laughs> you know, and at the end of it, we made five quid. So, <laughs> so, so one, one thing. But there was a guy next to us, um, like, you know, sort of like this Quentin Crisp character. You know, he was, he was a proper lovey from the yeah. theatre. And he selling pictures, weren't he? Like postcards for like a pound. And he was fucking... He was I'm not joking. Loads, wasn't he? Yeah. Like, just, it, it was just like boxes of shit, basically. You know, of, of old, like, like postcards of movies and Broken film badges, stars you've never heard badges, of. Yeah. yeah. And people were going ape shit over it. And... To be fair, you know, he had it away and we were sat there just going, oh, he's busy again. Oh, yeah. busy oh again. nice. I got a postcard this week from Graham Peanut again. So um, I, you make your bed, don't you? I sent all those yeah. postcards out. I deserve it. So I've got another nice one from Graham Peanut. Yeah, okay. <laughs> That's, they do sell a lot of tat at those comic things, don't they? Yeah. Christ, yeah. A yeah. lot of tat. I bought a I'm great not... book on 1970s UK porn films. And it's all like stuff like Eskimo Nell and Behind the Green Door and all this yeah. sort of things. Genius. I've never heard of any of them. Oh, look them up. Okay. Okay. Oh, after the show. Yeah. You, yeah, don't look them up. Prepare to be disappointed. Uh, okay. <laughs> it's like I was chatting to someone the other day, and it's like um, Katie Manning, I think, is in Eskimo Nell, um, who played Joe Grant in John Pertwee's Doctor Who. And there's a, there's a, there's a famous porn magazine where she's naked with a – and it's like that. It's like you say, Dames, it's like that Luke Cage villain, the Bushmaster. It's a yeah. bit like that. <laughs> and 
it, she's got her legs around a Dalek and me and a mate of mine met her uh, screening once and she said to us she looked at us and she we just watched the screening of a Dalek Doctor Who episode and she went I love the Daleks and me and my mate just looked at her <laughs> and she knew what she was saying <laughs> how old were you at the time? well I was oh 42 or something when she said oh, it okay. but, uh, <laughs> yeah <laughs> that long ago was it? yesterday and <laughs> i still think of it quite a lot you know yeah i bet you do i really love the dialect. so have you guys got any plans for kind of con wise this year or, or kind of getting the, your art and stuff out there probably not probably true believers will be the first thing um, really? we might yeah for. um but no there's there's not i mean obviously um you know, we, we were unfortunately enough not to get into a couple of things we applied for. So after that, there's not really much else going on, I don't think. That... Well, it's a, still, as we said, like, there's still so much uncertainty this year yeah, yeah. of what's going on. Uh, yeah. yeah. I mean, I must admit, if, if, for example, tomorrow Nottingham said they were doing something in November. Oh, bite their hands off, man. I love and, Nottingham. You know, yeah. Because we'd be fully vaccinated by then. Mm. And, you mm. know, there comes a point where you've got to give it a go, haven't you? And you've got to see yeah. how it's. Yeah, yeah. I'd rather go to a an event like that that I know will be well run and would look after people and do it properly than you know if some fucking fly by night outfit suddenly turned up with a new con you know so yeah but no at the moment it's looking like uh, it's probably going to be 2022 before we do anything but you know it's we'll, one of my great con experiences I love that every year and it's it's a combination of being really fun really sociable uh, I'm just good friend I mean Last time I was in Nottingham, I went for a pint with Kev. Do you know what I mean? Now, they're lovely people. Mm. And yeah, we, yeah, also, yeah. we also make a few quid at it. Nice. Yeah, we had, good, yeah, we had a good day at Nottingham yeah, as well. And Leamington was another one we did, we did well at. Yeah, you know, the same. Nice, yeah. nice kind of event, really. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to them to come back. I've got to tell you. Mm. Um, mm. So, uh, the only other thing we've got to talk about before we move into you is, um, speaking of comics communities, we have a new Slack channel. Oh, yes, of course, yeah. Yeah. Now, um, we put it out last week, didn't we? To say, with every, I think generally there's a lot of conversations about Twitter and sometimes Facebook being a bit of a pain in the ass to be on, you know, a little bit, yeah. I hate the phrase, but a little bit toxic, you know. Mm-hmm. It's just like an argument in an empty room a lot of the time. So we thought, well, so we put it out to the listeners and said, would you be interested in a Slack channel? And quite a lot of people said they would be. So we started a Slack channel, was it like Wednesday or something, damn mm. something like that? Yeah. And we've always, we've already got like 50, 60 people in there. It's like yeah. taken mm. off. And I'm having trouble keeping up with it all, but it is yeah. all talking about comics. There's a crowdfunding channel for advice and putting your crowdfund out there. So there's yeah. even like a movie channel, an art channel, you know, and everyone's like being really nice on there. I'd, Big conversation with the old bastard channel. This would have been, but me, um, Simon Russell, and Pete Dory had a big conversation about who's this artist. You know, an uncredited mm. page of art, and it's cracking. I've got it's to tell you, if you're interested, a lot more structured than the Facebook group because on Facebook there's essentially one con- conversation, then it moves on, then there's another yeah. one. Yeah. Whereas this one, we've got like essentially like these channels where there's a feedback channel. You can post artwork up and say, "Does this work?" Or yep. you can ask for like the advice channel. Or I think the there's collab like a, channel, a, isn't there? Yeah. yeah. There's like a general one where you just anyone talks about anything in there. 
so there's a, a lot of back i think there's an art one which i try and post stuff up in during the week i've sort of said look yeah. at this piece of artwork should post that bloody martial law one that got posted up oh yeah the brian today. um brian level one mm-hmm. we just looked at yeah gorgeous yeah, yeah, yeah that's yeah. fantastic and it's really it's really friendly um you can don't worry but you can have the, the notifications on you can turn them off you can it, i think it, it naturally if you get to 10 o'clock your time it sets you up as a snooze button so you don't you don't get notifications through the night and right. stuff but it's it's like a very sophisticated whatsapp group yeah. with various channels um and you sounds can really positive because like you're saying social media can be so negative sometimes and yeah. there's always yeah. someone yeah. Will, willing to pick a fight yeah you know, with themselves just... in an empty room you know you just want you know especially in current times you just want a bit of positivity don't you really? yeah. you know yeah. to want someone to say something bloody nice or be you know um, help you out sometimes yeah. it's just you know you just in, in these times you do need a bit of a boost and the last thing you want is some, some bloody thread where someone goes off on some right-wing tangent it's like oh for god's sake oh, and yeah. asked about, you know, <laughs> or, some artwork or the biggest yeah. crime to me is it's me 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 and i'm like i'm not do you know what i mean i t- only take so much of that h do you know yeah. what i mean it's uh i think the thing is as well i've had some bad experiences with instagram because i've been sending this lady pictures of myself on instagram and not been hearing anything back <laughs> no <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you've got to realise though, see, you can only pinch and zoom so far. <laughs> that <laughs> angle is very down. difficult to get. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, How many pseudonyms do you have, Tony? <laughs> not enough. <laughs> right, it's a little bit of an in joke. We'll t- well, yeah, we're, we're not telling you about it. It's a bit of an in joke. Okay. Going Good. back to the Slack channel, right? <laughs> I signed up and had a quick scoot round. And um, it does look very good. I mean, I must admit, and, and, and I like some of the different, as you said, the topic areas you've got. You yeah. know, the one on process, particularly. Cool. Um, you know, and I think it, yeah, it's got legs. I just, as long as, you know, um, it keeps. The problem is, it's just my problem is I forget to check them. That's the thing. Yeah, until we make it, it the normal. I mean, I've been on the eleven o'clock ones yeah. for about a year and a half, and I love being on there, and that's really positive. And I think I was saying there's a lot of people on that who just aren't on other, other social media really yeah. because yeah. they're just happy with that space. And I think that's what we need to move into. Yeah, mm. you're right though. It's, it's something you need to make a habit to look at. Yeah, yeah, and I think if if more people like myself can make a habit of it then, yeah, I, I think it'll look great. I mean, you know, it's nice when you look in there and it's the usual crew, isn't it, plus yeah. some new faces, and you think, well, that's yeah. good, you know, because, you know, you could probably lay bets on who the people would be that would, would sign in, but to see yeah. new people in there as well was really good. Yeah, yeah. Um, there was. There's a few people in there who go, look, I, don't, I am on the Facebook group, but I don't really use Facebook, mm-hmm. but I do use Slack, and a lot of people use Slack for work and stuff, don't they? Yeah. So there's no trouble yeah. for them just to sign in and put it, stick it on the desktop during the day at work, and, uh, yeah. yeah, it's all right. Have you got to pimp my kickstarter channel we have yeah yeah there's like a kind of promotions thread so people just stick the latest thing that they're working on in there so uh i'll still still try and do it on the facebook just to (laughs) to it's one of those things it's a necessary evil you want people to know about it but you don't want to keep on fucking derailing everything to yeah to mention it I think oh, the thing is with that. contacting you to ask you to do it. So oh, could, you, could you mind advertising this for me? I'm like, I've fucking got my own going. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. I don't mind that so much. It's when someone messages and says, oh, can you back this for me? And I know. Oh, yeah, I've had a lot yeah. of that lately. Yeah, well, cold calling. So, no. I think the problem with the Facebook, so we had like a promotions thread on the Facebook thing, which was quite popular, actually. Or oh, yeah. it still is going. And the problem is you would put something on there and then everyone would go, because there's so many people in the notifications for that thread, everyone would go, oh, I forgot about that. I'll put mine on there. So every time you put something on there, you get swamped by about five more underneath it. And then, you know? yeah, you're, what you said is gone. Yeah, yeah and I yeah. noticed the traction on it was dropping. So, I mean, it's, 
it's 50 odd people on there at the moment so have a look enjoy it and be nice and that's all you need to do that's we're quite happy with it you know no it looks really good looks really good guys and hopefully it'll um it'll continue to grow as well and it if the people i mean because they're all good people that are on there and they're all willing to share and help each other you know Mm -hmm. it's that community thing so if you are listening to this and thinking of joining just just get on there because you won't regret it yeah and we're doing like a what you're reading tonight at the weekend stuff (laughs) yeah yeah, I mean that's that space will be. Doesn't he? Does that? What you know? What you're reading this weekend? And yeah. I always enjoy seeing what people are. Yeah, me too. Yeah, learn stuff. Yeah, yeah that yeah. space yeah. will be what we make it. So, yeah. do you know what I mean? Mm. We put in positivity and and good vibes, as it were. That's hopefully what it, it will be yeah. and remain. Yeah, you get cool. What you put in. Yeah. Now, moving on to what I've dubbed in the script as the interview section. Um, I'm. Wanted to ask you two guys what, perhaps maybe from a point of view of learning, is how long is Art Nine Two been going now? Is it three years? I'm going to say three years. Yeah. yeah. What What have you learned along the way, guys? Anything in particular you could? <laughs> <laughs> Don't go quiet. The uh, anything in particular you can put your finger on that um, is is something you you found that you didn't expect going in, maybe, or something that you you, you didn't think would be quite so important, or anything like that. Is anything that that's happened? you think of in all honesty we we kind of went into this very eyes open so okay we didn't go into it thinking gonna be make millions here you know everyone's gonna be falling on themselves to buy our stuff and blah 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 it was it was quite literally just an outlet for us to create stuff and then if people wanted to buy it they could okay so in in a kind of business sense um We've not been disappointed in that because we, we've kind of done what we, we thought we'd do. I mean, you know, we, we got an accountant and we did it all properly just to make sure that, you know, we weren't going to be um, sort of falling foul of any any laws or anything. And, you know, we kind of said to the guy, look, we're probably not going to make any money. And he's like, well, you won't do in the first year. And second year, you know, hopefully you'll break even. Okay. And, you know, we're on track. You know, we've, we've made a profit each year so far. A very oh, small, modest profit. Yeah. But, yeah. You know, it's... At least it's kind of on the plus side. Um, so from that sense, it's not been a real shock. I think what does um, what has been a surprise to me particularly is how much it basically takes over your your life, your free time. And I don't mean that in a bad way, but I mean everything we do art wise. Very, very, not very often do we have time to paint or draw for ourselves. Yeah. Because we're, we're always working on something. Mm. It's a good thing. We're not it is a good thing. Yeah. yeah. And that surprised me because I thought we'd have long periods of just, you know, um, being able to just kind of practice stuff and try it out. And actually what we've got into now is that, as we'll talk about, you know, it's either commissions or working on collaborations with people's books or doing our own comics and stuff. So it's been really, really interesting. And I think the one thing we have learned is that, certain events just don't suit us okay you know so i don't think we've ever made a profit at a mixed media event um, right interesting okay no we've 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 not i mean we've done i think three or four of them mm. and we've never really taken anything at any of them usually because we stuck between two tables of fucking funkos it seems to be everywhere <laughs> we go walled <laughs> in by plastic shit um and then but when we go to a comic event we do really well yeah i mean really well in the scheme of things you know but we cover the table and we cover our costs that so is that, good yeah, that's really isn't it? You know, yeah. that's, that's that's good um i don't know if you thought of anything h that that we've learned 
No, I think I think you're right when you say we went in with our eyes wide open because I think, uh, you know, what sort of um, sparked the whole thing was being when people asked, "Would you, can you do a commission? I'll pay you for a commission." It's like, well, technically, if you pay me for something, that would be basically against the law because we wouldn't be paying tax on it. So I didn't want to start going down that path. Okay. And then we thought, well, let's start the business up so we can legitimately take you know payments off people to do commissions and stuff, and then it kind of grew. But we knew that it was never going to be. Uh, one of these things where people have said to us oh you know you start you're starting a business that means you can just pack in work and it's like no it doesn't work like that <laughs> yeah. you know and some, some of us, some people that we know have tried that they've they've done that they've set mm. you know set something up posted a few pictures on social media and then the morning when no, nobody's taking them up it's like yeah but you've been doing it for a month nothing's going to yeah. happen in a month you know it's taken us three years and we're still growing i'd like to think we're still growing because you know we we do have a bit of a um a kind of uh mixed kind of relationship with social media because you need social media yeah that's the reason i'm on it still to be fair yeah Yeah. you know it gets on my tits but we have to put something (laughs) on i try and put stuff on every day on the art 92 social media just to you know try and pique people's interests just as you know so people can say oh have you got a website have you got a social media it's like yeah you know and again it's like the website thing it's trying to maintain it trying to keep it up to date because people want to have a, a website to go to rather than just you know seeing a portfolio have you got a website so we've got you know something yeah. to go to there and i think we were quite lucky in, in so much as we've always been again like we mentioned before we've been in jobs where we've been talking to people and we've you know we've had to be sociable with people so we were never kind of awkward behind the table or anything yeah uh, but the one thing that i'd probably say was a surprise was just how much you've got to keep working at things like social yeah. media and stuff yeah. like that you know it, because I don't think people really paid any attention, but you know, when I did um, Galaxy Grappling Alliance, um, we launched that at True Believers. Like the number of people who were coming up, going, oh, "I've been following this on Twitter." And I'm like, oh, "Have you?" Like, oh, that is good. <laughs> right? Okay, yeah. And and it, we've had mm. that at other events, haven't we? As well, I've been mm. seeing this, and I've been looking mm. forward. And you're like, "All oh, right." But ju- just okay. because you're not getting the likes, just because people don't press the like or press mm. the repost or whatever, doesn't mean so they're not looking at it, they're not seeing it. So yeah. as much as you get ejected when you see something else, you think, how come that's got 250 likes and I've got three? Yeah. You know, you, you can't get dejected like that because it's not about how many likes. It's, it is passing because you see the activity, don't you? You can't help yourself but look at the activity. The activity is far greater than the amount of people who've liked it. There's a real, you know, there's or, a real way of doing Twitter these days. Everyone's oh, sort of okay. learned through failure, isn't they? And uh, I think being professional and enthusiastic, I think, are the two areas that are, you know, are key. Mm-hmm. I think... I think we're falling. I think people who put their life on Twitter are falling foul of it now. I think, mm. you know, all this like, oh, I went to the shops today and bought a loaf. You know, I don't need to know that. You know, mm. no. um, it's, it's being lost in a bit of a fog of nonsense. But I think all the good people, you know, the, we were talking about Mark Miller a few weeks ago and the likes of Bendis and all these people, they're enthusiastic and they're positive and they yeah. don't go down those alleyways of, you know, negativity, do they? I think. And once you, once you hit that, I think you're all right, mm. you know. I was going to make a comic about going and buying a loaf. You've ruined it. Now. <laughs> <laughs> We've talked about it, Dames. You know what I'm it's talking going about. To be very cool. <laughs> was it going yeah. to be your bread and butter? Was it? <laughs> it's, uh, it's your strange one. One other thing that has surprised me as well, and this is probably no surprise, but and I've, I've said this before, is how welcoming the community was as well when we first, yeah, like. Started on the scene, God, as it yeah, were. Has yeah. that has that changed? Do you think with with the lockdown and with you know everyone moving to online? No, because no. again, 
it'll be well time will tell i suppose when we see people but no people have still been in touch and i you know i, I talk to people quite a lot on messenger and and you know just out of the blue people get in touch and go oh you know how you do i was talking, I was talking to luke copsy earlier you know um, yeah. about his stuff he's doing and and yeah but when we first started i mean you you do go into it as the new kids on the block and you kind of think oh god is everybody going to be really snipey and you know and they weren't with really. no. You know, I mean, no, I've good. got to say, yeah. majority of people were, have been brilliant. Mm. You know, yeah, people yeah. Good, yeah. That, it does you no good. It, it makes you. It does you no good by just having a go at people, does it? Yeah, I think, you know, being a contrarian really kind of like. Yeah, yeah. Do you? Um, when, when we, sorry, sorry, I was going to talk about marketing a bit actually, and, I, and just carrying on from what you've done there. Now, um, obviously, I'm a listener, and you've very kindly had me on. But do you find that Omen to that, which is your podcast, very worthwhile listening to? Is do you have you found that that has helped raise a pro your profile? I know that's not the reason you did it. Don't get me wrong, but I wondered is has it helped you at all? I don't know. Right. Um, I honestly don't know. And again, uh, that will be seen when we next start tabling and seeing people because mm. yeah. you know I, I imagine there may be people come up to me and say. Um, you know, I've been listening and think that somebody's listening. You know, and, and yeah, I'm listening, man. I love it. I think I'm, it's great. I'm yeah, grateful yeah. for anyone that listens because you know, um, I'm I'm surprised when people do. But you know, there are people listening. But I'll tell you what, it has done, and <laughs> this is quite funny. Is when I've had people on, it's especially with the the small press creators and stuff that I haven't talked to about their process and you know their their publishing thing. The number of them that have come back and said, bloody hell, you know, I've, people have been buying yeah. stuff. Oh, now, it could fantastic. be coincidence, but some people are going, no, I heard you on the podcast and I've been and bought it. Yeah. Um, you know, Paul P.J. Johnson was one, the guy from Wigan who does those kind of like, you know, she would say, not suitable for work comics, which aren't everybody's <laughs> flavour. Yeah. But he was on to me going, fucking hell, mate. You know, I've had like like loads of people just ordering stuff. That's on the, fantastic. The that's really and, good. Yeah. You know, and, and that's kind of really what, that's why I like getting the, the like yourselves, getting the small press uh, and lesser known creators on. Yeah, to try and give them a push. And and to be honest, we've never seen a bump in sales as a result of Omen to that. But I know other people have. That's interesting. That it's makes great. it all yeah. worthwhile yeah. Yeah. for me. Yeah. You know, we we've had a good chat and a show, and people are then looking and you know, have got eyes on their work, and that's you that's great. Push yourself enough on the show because one of the things we're guilty of, and this is not talking about our own stuff. Yeah, we don't get many sales out of this, do we? But we we hear back from people who say, I, got, I just got six sales, and we're like, yeah, What you know, nice. stuff like that, right, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And um, it's one of those things, I mean, it depends what your motivation is. So, if your motivation was to have awesome comics podcast, hmm. which was about an hour of you lot just shilling your own stuff, oh, which is nothing wrong with dreadful. That. Yeah, <laughs> well, there's a little bit wrong with it, but yeah, I agree with you. you. Know, yeah, that's what you're saying. That, yeah, you know, that would be the way you would do it, and you probably would get more sales. But that's not what you do because yeah. it isn't about you, and it's a bit like old men. So that it's not about me, you know. And I, I, I try my best not to talk too much, and not always succeed. But you know, it's it's about the people, and if I get guests on, um, I want them to go and buy the stuff. Man, you were like this at conventions as well. Mm, yeah, I can remember being at, at True Believers, funny enough, and people coming up and like at our store and you know me i was sending them to steve sims who's kind of opposite i'm going go buy his stuff love steve and, yeah you know so it's that kind of that's why i do it and and we don't do it for us do we we do it just because we want to entertain people if we can 
Yeah, I think there's, I there's always that little... I don't know if you get this, Dames. There's always that little bit, and I think, H, with your videos as well, there's always like a little bit in the back of my head thinking, I hope people don't think this is a vanity project. Because oh, I'm not, God, oh, very yeah. much so. Yeah, because yeah. I'm not yeah. doing it for that reason. I mean, yeah. I often think about this when I do the other podcasts. Is I barely even say my name on that podcast, and I never pimp my own website, and I just kind of don't do it because I don't want to be that person, you know? No. Yeah. Um, yeah, do you yeah. get there's a there's a little bit of that goes on somewhere. Is you get that H, do you? Oh God, yeah, yeah. I mean, when I first started doing the videos, I was I was kind of in two minds whether or not to narrate them because a I don't like the sound of my own voice, but then who does? Yeah. Mm. And I didn't want people thinking, oh God, who's this bloody woman? You know what what kind of bloody <laughs> voice is that? But then I thought, if I don't narrate it, that means I've then got to do some kind of. Um, sort of subtitles or something on it to explain what i'm doing and why i'm doing yeah. it and i thought that's that's more trouble than, than more necessary for, no for just we're big fans of your videos mate they come across very nice yeah mm. they're very very um friendly i think is the idea well that's what i, yeah. I wanted to be very um, yeah. you know if i make a mistake leave the mistake in and go what well, should have done that i'll rub that out you know just be very um sort of relaxed about it you know very sort of bob ross about it you know <laughs> happy, happy accidents kind of thing you know did you want to talk yeah, a little bit about your videos? I know they're not specifically comics, but they are art videos. You do learn yeah. something. Do it. So how did that come about? Because I know you used to do like a community art class. Is that right, H? I did. I did, yeah. yeah. I started, um, oh God, 2014, I think it was. I started a community um, art class. And it was um, just over in my local library right. in, the, in the village. And uh, they've got like a, they had a room that was just full of like crap. They used it as a storeroom and then they wanted to turn it into a gallery and they managed to get some funding to turn it into a gallery. And then they said, um, I think one of them was talking to Damien once and said, oh, it'd be great if we could put some art classes on. This is when Damien was a local councillor. Put some art classes on and Damien says, oh, I know just the person might be able to help you there. So I went over and had a chat with them and they said, we'd love, we'd love something like that. I said, well, it'd be purely voluntary. I'll just volunteer my time. Nice. Um, yeah. Just something I wanted to do because we needed to get footfall through the library to make sure it didn't close for one. And just bring more people in and just, and I know this is going to sound really kind of um, cliche now and I don't want it to sound like that, but I just wanted to give something back to the community and, and get people, you know, doing something. So set up this art class and it was a bit, a bit of a damp squib at first and I had, we had a big opening of the gallery and a lot of people turned up and then bit by bit they dwindled away. And I thought, no, I'm going to carry on with this. I'm not going to give up on this. So I just started asking around and got people to um, sort of ask other people and anybody who fancied coming to an art class. And then a couple of people came, then like three or four people came. And then it grew to, I was teaching about 30 people. And it was ridiculous because I was trying to squeeze them into this tiny space and some of them had to sit on kids' um, seats that I had to get from the kids' section of the library, you know. <laughs> but it was really, really good because I'd get guest um, artists and I, I couldn't pay them they just volunteered the time yeah guest artists to come and do like um little demos like a pastel demo and you know i had a guy from i used to go to college with he come and do, do a demo and every every other week I'd, I'd set a session plan and you know set them all up and get them going and it was just immense fun but the main oh, thing out of it was to sort of build confidence with people yeah because that's what art is about it's not just about you know, learning to draw it's also getting the confidence because that will then lead on to you know drawing really well but it was about the community thing because a lot of people there would come would take two buses to get there they were carers of, of people at home so or they were widows widowers and they were getting out of the house and you know that's great yeah sort of getting together with people and yeah. stuff i and did I a, stepped away from it i did an art class when i retired i don't know if i've ever bored yeah. you this story h but i did this art class and i really enjoyed it and i'm not a great you know i just try my best you know have a go at it and um i went along and i was my usual cheer, cheerful self you know and it was me and a lot of i think they're referred to i think dan refers to them in his search history as gilfs and um <laughs> and uh, the there was a, a palpable sexual tension in the room when i was there i can imagine yeah. really 
was it your uh, golden locks? Yeah, it may have been my gl- my uh, glowing waterfall that is yeah. my hair. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I, I I got a regalia. This is slight aside, but I bought these trousers. Right, Dan rang me earlier, and we we're chatting. <laughs> And I bought these new trousers, and I thought, well, they look cool. You know, you buy that you think see things online, yeah, and you think they look yeah. cool. And I bought these trousers, and they're like, I don't know, they're something like Filipino um, sailors' trousers. And they're meant to be these sort of long, baggy, hippie shorts. I look fucking ridiculous in them. Yeah. <laughs> they, they even sound ridiculous as you're describing them. I'm wandering about in the garden, and I had this, like, revelation when Dan rang me and answered the phone. I just had to say to you immediately, I said, yeah. I'm wearing these new trousers. I think like I look like a complete twat in them. You see them being modelled by like some twenty-five-year-old stud who's built like a brick shit house. Yeah, they yeah, look alright. They look alright. And then you get them when you're like, oh fuck! I look mate. like fucking knobby Which styles on a bad day. That's a bit. Thank a you, bit thank you, Dames. Thank you. Yeah, I look like some nineteen-fifties footballer in there. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Do, you, do you like you've got a nappy full of shit? Yeah. You are, yeah. I mean, yeah, what they call it? Chimping, don't they? Where you shit in your hand and throw it? I might do that. <laughs> they come down under your knees, T. Yeah, below my knees now. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah, and my bum, my bum crack keeps coming out of them. Oh, it's... what a lovely uh, vision that is. You got your thong on. The full of. Oh, you, you know, there, I never there's... go. You know, I never wear anything, dames. Yeah, pictures of uh, Kevin Smith wearing jorts. You remember that? <laughs> yeah. And they're like maybe like six inches from his ankle up, and yeah. that's where the end jorts. And then he'd have socks in, so you'd see like couple of inches of skin it's like what the fucking why is the point of them (laughs) (laughs) i'd like to just stop the show and say that cliff has just sent me a video that's never a good time yeah does he know you're recording or i don't maybe i bet he i bet he doesn't wear anything he he wears very short shorts i think yeah yeah Yeah. Yeah, he turned out a bit strange kevin didn't he what happened in that lay boy something happened didn't it i don't know I know that one. Yeah. I'm not saying a word. <laughs> <laughs> he would love it. Love it. <laughs> the legal team said no. No, sorry to get back. I was an aside about my trousers. I apologise. Yeah, so these were these, because I suppose because of lockdown, they sort of transferred onto YouTube, didn't they? Is that right? Yeah, because basically I'd, I'd set up, as is usually the case with, with things that I end up doing and it all goes horribly <laughs> wrong, I'd, I'd set up um, some uh, workshops in Manchester and set them all up in um, in a in a casar, so they have like a, an under uh, like downstairs kind of gallery. Oh, okay. so set all, set them all up, set them all up on Eventbrite, and then bugger me, the pandemic hit, so we had to cancel them. Yeah. So I thought, oh god. So I wanted to kind of still do something yeah. that would um, you know kind of I'd enjoy doing because I enjoy doing stuff like that. And I ended up doing these little these mini tutorials on YouTube, completely free. You don't even have to subscribe if you don't want to. And it's just because um, it was kept basically covered what I was going to do in the workshops was drawing. Um, Cats and dogs and yeah. stuff and other animals, just making it making it look easy. And then we were going to do it um, again, as as you'll know, Tony. We were going to, we were trying to do it like um, live stream it only yep. a few months ago. And I think because restrictions were starting to ease a little bit, people were then starting to think, well, actually, I can get out now. So the the sort of interest yeah. dropped on the old. It was a weird so time, we've just, wasn't we've it? shelved that for now. Yeah, I signed up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so it's it's such a shame because I'd, I'd, I'd again in my usual kind of anally retentive fashion, I'd, I'd done all, like all the session plans, got it all set up, you know, and it's like back to Instagram. The you did put a lot of work. In. I did. I mean, yeah. but, but, I mean, that's how I think I've said this before that we're not we're not particularly lucky people, you know. I mean, <laughs> I mean, I always said if I fell in a bucket of tits, I'd come out sucking my thumb. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> that's that like, fucking phrase. It, it, it's just one of those things that you just yeah. have to kind of. 
tried that, didn't work. Yeah. <laughs> Move on to the next thing that won't work. But you've got to try. You've got to keep trying. Yeah. You know, we've, we've got a whole catalogue of these things that we've tried over the last three years that didn't quite work. Yeah. But comic and, seems to be taken off for you guys. I know. So we've got Grappling Alliance, which has is, is gone really well. You know, and what I'm guessing is it the third issue you're working on now, James? Is it? I will be. Yeah, I've, I've knocked it back a little bit because this year I decided that um, because we had no conventions, we knew we weren't going to have any conventions to go to. Really, I thought, well, you know, I don't really want to kind of do a load of books and just have boxes of books sat around. So I've decided um, start of the year I was going to collaborate with other people. So I, I sent off a few samples and managed to get quite a few responses so um i've been working primarily most of this year and, and back in the last year on scripts for other people which has been nice yeah. it's been challenged to me as well you know because it's kind of like drawing cars and stuff which i would always avoid like the plague you yeah. know what i mean there's a reason gga is set in space um <laughs> but it's so it's been a real challenge but i think i've actually become a better artist as a result of doing it and pushing okay. myself yeah. yeah. So the next project will be um, Premortis Two and GGA Three. Oh wow! Yeah. Okay, Premortis oh, Two. I'm looking forward to that. So you are you swapping art duties on that? Are you both doing a you know a bit of it or? Yeah, 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 definitely. Um, I mean, H is working on. We'll come on, come on to that, but H is working on projects as well. Cool. And obviously, there was the recent. Um, we both did a piece for the for Sarah's DUI. Yeah, didn't we? The, yeah. The, yes. You know, I was going to ask about that because H, you've worked with Al Henderson on that, didn't you? I did. Well, I yeah. did, yeah. I was and very was... complimentary about it. I was chatting to him oh, the other day. Nice. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, yeah. It was really nice to work with, actually. And it's the first time I've, I've been asked to sort of collaborate on anything before. So it kind of pushed me out of my comfort zone a little bit, I'm, I must admit. But I'm, I'm really glad that it did because it gave me the the confidence to um, sort of move forward with an, an idea I've been bouncing around for quite some time. Mm. And it because I, when I still had the momentum going after I'd submitted it and Alan was happy with it and stuff. I still had that momentum and I wanted to channel it. So I'm pretty much, I'm probably over halfway through a, pro- a project of my own that I'm working on because it oh. gave me the confidence to do it. You know, you know, I've been putting it off going, oh, I don't think it's going to be very good. I don't think I'm going to be able to do this. But, you know, you don't know unless you try, do you? Yeah, so, yeah. so what are you able to talk about either project? I think I think the um, the anthology probably will keep secret, but we do know that you work with Al on that because yeah. I know that... Um, I was chatting to Sarah yesterday. She's putting it together at the moment. I think it's yeah. Oh, from yeah. that's a, the turnaround on that anthology has been incredible because it's only like yeah. it seems like a couple of months ago we got drunk and started talking about it on the yeah. drink yeah. and draw. Fantastic. Um, and then what's the other project you got? Age? Uh, well, I don't want to really say too much about okay. it. I've been I've okay. been releasing a few right. little like sneaky sneaky peeks on social media, but not okay. it doesn't give anything away. So, I mean, there's there's a couple of um, images where people are in masks, but it's not pandemic related at all. It just it's just set in the current climbs right and it has i have to sort of make reference to it but um i, I don't know it's something very very different i don't think people are going to be expecting this kind of thing from me oh. um and I'm, I'm taking my time with it because i want it because you know what it's like and i said this about pre-mortis when i did the first page and started working through it and then when i got through it i thought shit the first page is crap and going back and changing it again and that's how i feel about this now so i'm, I'm keeping that's going back a process and, everyone you know, faces yeah. Tweaking yeah. It and yeah i printed it all out and you know you do that thing you print it all out and start like messing around with the, with the order of it and the flow of it and stuff and i want it i want to be really really no. there's no deadline i've not set myself a deadline with that i should be really pleased with it and put it together and then what we might we're thinking of maybe um kickstarting it 
Okay. As well. Yeah, awesome. just okay. Setting just setting a small goal and just setting some small kind of you know tiers in there. No, nothing too fancy, but I've been really really enjoying. It. I've been doing it between other stuff. So you know, not sort of you know sometimes when you you immerse yourself in something and then you get sick of looking at it. I've been doing it between other stuff. So at no point have I got sick of it. You know, That's which good. Is quite nice. I'd say from say, regards of Kickstarter, sorry man, it's looking fantastic as well. I Real. mean, I know I'm probably biased, but the artwork is. is Superb. What sort of really what sort of beautiful. format, guys? Are you are you thinking? You know, without spoiling the story, but what Standard sort of comic size yeah. it'll be? Yeah, a one off okay. or a one shot or a series or? Uh, it's probably going to be a one shot. I think it'll be one shot. One? Yeah. Okay. Um, and it's quite. A, it, it's kind of like um, an introspective piece as well. I mean, not giving anything oh, away, nice. but I mean, when each pitched it to me, it was more about this. You know, it plays with the idea of sometimes, you know, you you don't actually know what you need until you find it, and yeah, it's about that's what you two said. Those gaps. You know, and you don't know that those gaps exist sometimes, but you know that there's something not quite there, and it's it's kind of around that. And it's it's really, I mean, I I think it's brilliant. I mean, I, I mean, obviously I will be biased, but I do really think it's oh, brilliant. brilliant. I'm looking forward to that. You know, I, I like yeah, the writing. To that, yeah. Do you think? Yeah. Do you think? Uh, it's about I'll... buying bread, actually, Tony. We're going to... <laughs> it's bread. We'll get that bread. <laughs> yeah, you want a brown loaf or a white loaf? Here we go. <laughs> the four four panels. The do you think then, H that? the lockdown has allowed you to and i think all artists have to struggle with this is you know dive a bit into yourself to bring out something you know to create something a bit more interesting do you think you've been allowed that space yeah i think so and i think you know i've had i mean not a lot of people actually know this i know you know this tony but uh, i was actually made redundant as well so i've had this time kind of on my hands where i wanted to continue to be productive because i felt a little bit as a lot of people will will um kind of relate to this you feel a little bit redundant i mean like you know literally redundant in yeah, yeah in, i get you feel like nobody wants you kind of thing so yeah. i kind of thought okay let's just let's t- take a bit of time and and sort of um look upon myself as self-employed essentially so you know mm. taking on work and stuff which you know i'll talk about anyway but yeah i had this time to think do you know what i've got some a bit of time now to sort of whilst i'm looking for work looking for sort of proper work paid work yeah um to sort of go back and think you know push myself and and do things that maybe i was too nervous to do or too worried that it was too far out of my normal kind of work you know because you, you do you, and I, you do sort of get pigeonholed a little bit sometimes and and i don't we're I would, rushing don't about as well mate sometimes you know pre-pandemic yeah. i think there's a there was that need to do stuff. I, I actually, I work so much these days. I wonder how I'll actually fit my life in when the mm. world opens up again. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, you you are very very busy, aren't you? Yeah. yeah, it's a weird one. I was watching completely unconnected. I was watching a documentary on the band. I'm a big fan of them, and they their most productive period came when they all went and lived in a house in in the middle of the countryside. Mm. And I thought, well, that's kind of there's a parallel to what we're doing now. You know, we're all yeah. yes, we're all locked yeah. up, and but but we're some people are finding it hard. I think there's the two sides of the coin. Some people are finding it very hard to create, and some people are finding yes. it very easy to create. Yeah, you know, yeah. it's a weird one. Oh, don't get don't get me wrong. I had moments of of complete like you know, Jesus Christ, I, ca- I can't draw. You know, yeah, so yeah. then what I do, I took took some time out and you know redid the garden and did all stuff around the yeah. house and, and things like that. So it's um it's it's kind of you're right. It's made me um kind of think about what I was doing and and I I, I kept the same routine. Yeah. So I got up at the same, even though I wasn't working, I got up at the same time yeah. and did all yeah. the same things yeah, yeah. and set myself a goal of, right, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to draw up to this point and then stop and have lunch and just keeping a, a bit of a rigid, a bit of rigidity about Routine. my day. 
which has really helped me, I think. Yeah, I know people, you know, mental illness is a huge thing during the lockdown. Mm. I think people deal with it in different ways. I think that's the thing. When when there's been problems in my life, I've always found it easier to throw myself into work. And I don't mean comics at work, but throw myself into something. And I think that's why I've managed it. But some people are a bit frozen by it. But I think what it does, it's allowed us what Pat Mills calls looking out the window time. You know, I think you need that, don't you? Just to find something, you know. Mm. Nobody just sits yeah. down and writes a story. They, and if they do, it's normally rubbish. You know, you need to have yeah. that thinking time to I, come at it. To say, like for me, like the drawing stuff is just uh, as easy as it ever was. But it's the writing the story stuff I okay. find interesting a lot more because I'd, I'd get out a lot more, be walking, and that's when my ideas would come in, and I'd send myself to myself, and then I'd assemble it all together on a, on a yeah. Word doc or a Google doc. But mm. now, because I'm not getting out as much and allow my mind to wander as much mm. i'm and not getting those ideas i can't just do that what pat mills says the people can't do it sit down and just write a story I no, yeah no, i can't mm. that's that's my i mean just going back to work i mean h is one of those people that can write and can draw and can do most things and i'm well, I, I pretend str- i think i can nah. no you can't i mean because you, <laughs> yeah. you've written stuff you've been a writer before you've written stories and yeah what's that know, one you wrote about the bicycle i really like that one yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> And, yeah. But I, I struggle more. I'm a bit like you, Dan, where I'm mm. visually, I, I find it easier to to work through things visually than to sit down and actually plot things out and write it. Yeah. Um, although I would disagree with you, Dan. I'm in Red Vanguard. I don't think. I don't oh, think yeah, it's amazing. So it's amazing. Amazing. To be honest. Yeah. There's another project I'm working on. And I'm trying to put it together, but it's, mm. it's I find it very hard to get the pieces to yeah. link up. Okay. There's no uh, rush though with us. That's the thing. We don't have to no. rush, do we? No. I think no, the other thing as well that. You, people have experienced or may in the future perhaps become more visible you know more more in the sort of public con- public consciousness is the fact that to 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 write about fighting a bull you often have to fight a bull yeah. you know yeah. and i think that we're lacking in life experience at the moment we're you know we're yeah, getting everything through the same netflix that. series yeah. and stuff yeah yeah yeah, yeah. it's the fact that because we were supposed to be doing pre-mortis last year weren't we yeah and i think because and although i'm i'm i consider myself a bit of an introvert getting being in like when i was when i was working but working from home you, you know you're going in the, into the office and as much as some people can irritate the hell out of you being <laughs> in that environment and seeing people that sparks stories that sparks yeah. ideas yeah. seeing people's behavior what people say to you and when you don't have that i think sometimes it's difficult to try and muster up some stories when mm. all you're looking at is wh- whomever you live with the person on the till in the local shop and the four walls that you're in. Yeah. So it's difficult to try and find those stories yeah. because yeah. that's you get the stories from real people from real life a lot of the time. Yeah. My yeah. fucking reading's gone off a cliff face as well with books. Okay. I yeah. don't know about you guys. Like, a lot of people are finding that with pros, aren't they? So they yeah. Yeah. Good for yeah. us, mind you. Yeah. Yeah, I just like uh, no problem with the comic stuff, but like I used to read quite a few books, but now mm. it's just don't really have the the brain thing to kind of like pick up a book and start reading it just doesn't really stick yeah. i love you know, the like, i love the office environment as well i love i get inspiration and i find and you say people are annoying in the office i'm the annoying person in the office I, <laughs> I i really like that so if somebody walks in with a coffee i have a thing where i go you write for a coffee and they'll go yeah, yeah you know that's yeah. just shit like that i just yeah. love it i love it's it's like my play thing almost you know i miss it so much <laughs> yeah it's also kind of like the the whole thing of like a wave is like the peak and the, the trough up and the down when yeah. when you're at home all the time it's just like a flat it is yeah there's no ups and downs i, I don't have to go to work to come home to relax mm. it's I'm, I'm at home all the time it's yeah i think people are, you, people are lucky because pe- some people have a space don't they they can yeah. they can be on their own 
Um, it, I, I've got a comic room, and I, I refer to it as the cloister room as occasionally for those old school Doctor Who fans. That's where yeah. Doctor Who used to go and feel better, you know, if he was a bit yeah. ill. You know, and I kind yeah. of see it a bit like that, sort of four walls of comics. And I think, you know, so it's somewhere, you know. Yeah, that's yeah, got that. my work computer's out by my my comic work computer's out by where my work computer is. So every time I come out to this room, I'm like, oh, fucking hell, it's the work room. Yeah. yeah. I don't know, yeah, I yeah. have to try and scrub it of that identity when... Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. We set up, like, the office in, in like, one of the bedrooms. Um, so it is a dedicated office, and we only work in it, and I, I record the podcast in here and stuff. Yeah. But we actually got the studio, the the loft kind of um, done up a few years ago to make it into a studio mm. because we wanted somewhere that could just be that. It was purely for art and purely yeah. for creating and stuff. And it's not, you're right, having that separation and having a place that you can just go to. And because at the top of the house as well, it's really quiet. You know, you don't yeah. hear anything. And it's, it's great. You know, all my comics are up there and, mm. yeah. you know, and it's, you can just go up there and like breathe out, you know, for yeah. the first time. That's how I feel, definitely. Yeah, yeah. It's tough as well if you don't have all your art gear out. Like if you got to say, right, I want to do some art now. I've got oh. to get all the fucking gear out and spend yeah. half an hour. Well, it's so easy it. to put it off and say, oh, I won't do it yeah. today. Yeah. Too much hassle. When we first started painting again, um, we'd paint on the kitchen table, and by the time you got got home from work, you know, and then got everything out and started painting, you get like you look if you got half an hour. Yeah. yeah. Which is why I probably paint so quick because people always used to say, "Fucking hell, you paint fast," you know. Because I, I, <laughs> I do paint quite quickly, physically paint quickly. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, because I've only got like fucking twenty minutes. I've got to try and get as much done as I can. <laughs> so it kind of made me speed up. You know, it's like you take every minute and you 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 just make mm. the most. You squeeze every bit of creativity yeah. out of it. Well, I think um, like like H has worked for other people or collaborated with other people. I suppose that's got that's a good motivator, isn't it? And um, well, you've done yeah, the same. Yeah. You've done the same, Dame. So you've done this wrestling thing, haven't you? Is that right? Yeah. So um, I've, the, the collaborations I've done this year, I was looking with the just going back to the, the thing for Sarah. I was looking yeah. to um, get messaged by Martin Feekins. Oh, nice. Yeah, I was chatting to Martin yeah, yesterday. So, yeah. Yeah, it was great, and it's a lovely, lovely story. I mean, hopefully it'll make the cut, but oh, cool. it's very, very different to my usual style, um, which is the other thing I've been trying to do this year is experiment a bit more with style, you know, and change things up a little bit. So, yeah, you know, one of the um, one of the the highlights of, of well this year really was been that um, I got contacted by someone saying like, you know, we're from a wrestling company and. You know, we're, we're interested in wondering whether you'd like to do our debut comic. And I was thinking, like, is this fucking wind up or something? You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. And and to be fair, no. You know, it's, it's, yeah, it's, it's good. based in Liverpool, um, TNT Extreme, and they've got basically the way that they, they they run is like the old territories in America, where you know they don't they don't have stars signed to them, but they have stars that will freelance and come and wrestle for them. So, you know, they've got a couple of guys that wrestle in Japan, and they come over, and they've got people who. You know, one guy's wrestled for WWE and he comes over and, oh, wow. you know, things like that. So they've got this story and it's a, it's meant to be a five-issue arc that they've put together. And issue one is, um, well, it'll be, be out probably in the next month or so. Oh, okay. And the first issue is going to, um, you know, these kind of loot crate things that you can subscribe to. Oh, wow, to. that's yeah. good, man. There's, yeah. a, there's a wrestling crate. Right. And ah, it's okay. going in there as well as you know to be sold so i'm going to be i'm going to have some to sell and they're going to sell some at shows that they do and things like that um but we were looking at getting it printed and they were asking me advice because to be fair the guys behind it i've got no idea 
about yeah. comics. They keep writing to me going, what size is it again? You know, keeping with the dimensions. <laughs> and, you know, but that's fine. You know, they, they gave me the scripts. I worked with them. They loved it. Fortunately, they seem to love what I gave them. They seem very happy with it. Oh, nice. Um, but Luke Crate have come back because we were talking about, oh, well, you know, maybe we can look again at it printed and send it on to them. And then they went and come back and, oh, Luke Crate are going to print their copies because they want to print a couple of thousand. I'm like, Jesus Christ, oh, I mean, nice. this is going in. Man, that's yeah. good. Yeah. Yeah, but, you know, and I'm, I'm pleased. You know, I'm pleased with the work. Oh, I that's great news. Yeah, I've yeah. Done a, I've done as good a job as I can do. I mean, I try with everything. It's really good, I've yeah. got to say. I've seen a couple <laughs> of little difficult. sly little things you sent me. And the thing about you, Dames, is you can capture personality in people's faces. You know, you're great at capturing, you know, somebody. And I suppose that's yeah. what they've wanted you to do. Is it real people you're drawing? It is, yeah. yeah. It's five... Yeah. There's five known wrestlers, so right. we've got approval to use the likenesses and the, you know, their outfits and the kind of names and all that stuff. So I kept checking with them, you know, yeah. before I did it. Going, they have agreed to all this, haven't they? Because I'm not fucking doing yeah, like keep that email. <laughs> yeah, work yeah. And then somebody goes, I'm not booing in it. But no, they've been showing it to the guys, and they're all excited. They want some copies to be able to sign and sell, and you know, oh, so nice. that's what made it difficult, though, was that. <laughs> it had to look like them as much as I could make it look like them, you know, so it's difficult that, you know, I mean, you know, Dan, it's, it's really hard to draw likenesses, but it's really oh, yeah. hard to draw likenesses concurrently through a, a, a book, isn't it? You know, like that, doing that Batman comic for me is fucking sounds like a nightmare. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All yeah. the likenesses are the same. And, well, well you, think, you think they've got problems. I'll get fucking pal drived if they don't like what I've done. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, yes, yeah, so that was really exciting, and and I've, like I said, finished book one. I'm just put. I'm waiting for them to send me a couple of adverts so I can pull all the print ready book together and send it to them to get it done. Um, and they've already sent the script for issue two, and I've said, well, look, it's, it's going to have to be next year because I've got other projects I'm working on that mm. are going to take me to the end of the year. And I said, look, if you want to get another artist to pick up issue two, you know, that's absolutely fine. I'm not. I'm not thingy about it you know i just appreciate the uh opportunity to do the first one they were like no we'll wait we'll wait till you're ready oh good oh, stuff okay. man it sounds no, like you've got a good relationship great. what's it called yeah. again sorry it's called um dead on arrival right and it's it's basically um it's set in the world of extreme wrestling so there's lots of blood and gore and yeah you know baseball bats with barbed wire and stuff <laughs> right like okay and obviously the first issue is very much a setup issue so you know there's still a lot goes on but it's not as as gory as it will continue to get but there's a market for it you know and it's fun yeah. it's just a bit of minus fun and it's it's yeah. also getting you out of that bubble man that's what we need to it we is, often yeah. talk about this yeah getting you out of the um the same old the snake will eat itself bubble in it you know yeah 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 so that's been really really exciting good stuff Fantastic. anything else you're working on guys you wanted to mention we've gone really long by the way so vince is going to kill us but you know yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> No, I think I've just been pretty. I mean, I'm I'm really pleased. I've been busy with um, commissions. I've I've actually not stopped with commissions since we went into first lockdown last oh, last March. Oh, that's amazing. Which, is, which yeah. is really good. I mean, don't get me wrong. It's it's not enough to to sustain. It's not enough to sort of pay off the mortgage. No. It's it's kept me it's kept me sane. You know, in the climate of yeah. of not you know been losing my job and stuff like that. So that's really good. And it's and I thought maybe it would go down a bit. You know, with with the climate and with people maybe losing their jobs and all the rest of it. But I've not stopped, which is which is really really good. It's been really kind of. Um, it's a really nice gift, mate. I mean, we've got a lovely Sharknado that you did. It's just <laughs> genius. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I love love drawing Sharknado. <laughs> Even and though he looks quite sweet in it, he's at utter bastard. 
No, but, he's uh, not. Don't be, don't be mean. <laughs> he reminds me of Scrappy Doo. Yeah, yeah. He got put in the garden earlier for biting me again. It's, uh, oh man! I was walking down the garden the other day, thinking, "What's that?" And he'd bitten the back pocket of my cargo shorts and was swinging off my bum, clamped onto the back pocket. Fucking hell! Trousers, trouser shorts that you bought. Lucky I didn't have me Malaysian f- fisherman trousers, whatever they are. Yeah, they're quite. You probably thin. won't bite them out of disgust. No, they're quite thin. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> buy cheap, buy twice. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Never buy things off Instagram. <laughs> well, I did that. Fucking bought it off. Oh, you uh, bought that ridiculous coat. Facebook. Yeah, <laughs> remember that? Yeah, that's why I'm so. I saw a website the other day called uh, Handsome Dan. Oh, obviously, I was just searching myself up, and uh, <laughs> it had like loads of really nice clothes and stuff, and coats and jackets. And I was in the market to get a jacket, and I thought, is this fucking trustworthy? Because yeah. like the other site looked absolutely legit, and when it turned up, it was a fucking like Halloween costume. So. Uh, I, I don't know who to ask. The jacket you were going to buy would have made you look like something out of Highlander, and instead it looked like you were just sort of crammed into this sort of hoodie, didn't it? You know, yeah, it was like that, that material, the felt material you'd get in a Halloween costume, like, right? Like, like in Asda was saying, it was awful. Don't go near a naked flame. I was going to say, yeah, exactly, don't yeah. smoke for fuck's sake. <laughs> I was going to wear that to fucking the new June film and pretend uh, I was. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, we got to talk. I got tickets to the old June showing. We got to talk oh, still. Yeah, you haven't let that, me know, yeah. have you? Yeah, yeah. I wasn't going to drink for the entirety of the film, just to sort of... <laughs> <laughs> stick something up my nose, just for the whole thing, and do a poo in a bag, just so it's, I'm, I feel like I've got a steel suit on. Yeah. Classic, classic yeah. cinema behaviour. <laughs> <laughs> right, moving on to the shout-outs. Thanks, guys. Really interesting, genuinely. It's nice, I think, it's nice to get an insight to how, how people have felt during this trauma that we've been through because yeah. I kind of see it as like a, almost like a historical document. People won't appreciate what we've been through in maybe mm. 20 years. You know, it's weird, yeah, isn't it? Yeah. It's been a tough year on it. it has. I yeah. mean, it, it really has been, and it's been tougher for other people than ourselves as well. You know, I mean, that's, that's evident with, you know, things that happen and, and you find out about things and you just think, you know, it's been really, really difficult. It's been a really difficult year for people. And I just hope that we can get out of it sooner rather than later yeah. now and start getting yeah. some semblance of normality just for everybody's you know welfare really yeah me too and obviously i'm but, waiting for a fair day you know it's not well, far of off. course yeah yeah, yeah you'll be you'll be red raw <laughs> one thing like when this all started around people sort of like carrying on with their lives as as they normally would mm. and then this essentially sort of came out of nowhere for a lot of people and just absolutely turned uh, our lives upside down yeah and yeah. i just hope people can sort of taking a way of like living for the moment and treating people right and yeah doing yeah. the right thing you know what i mean because it can, Sex. Yeah, it can change so quickly your whole yeah. life like one yeah. incident and then everything's yeah. different because you, you you don't really appreciate just the little things do you and i know it sounds really cliche oh appreciate all the little things in life but it really does make you think god mm. you know simple little things like you know hugging your family mm. yeah yeah you know we've not seen like damien's family since 2019 yeah. Every cloud. <laughs> I mean, we're going to come out of this, and there's going to be a lot of seats missing in offices, and you know, yeah. it's going to be quite a moment. Yeah. I think. Yeah, yeah. And another thing as well, I just hope that you know, because there's obviously, like you mentioned before, so there's been a lot of stuff about mental health and stuff like that. Yeah. And, and you know, there's been a lot of good work as well, and, and a lot of openness from people to say, look, mm. you know, come and talk, and don't don't feel you've got to struggle. And again. I know it affects everyone, particularly men, isn't it? You know, because there is a common problem there um, that we don't 
talk and we do yeah. pretend that yeah. everything's all right and you know it it gets you it gets you down and in some cases it, it can finish you off and it's yeah. terrible and i just hope that that message carries on that even when things go back to whatever normal is life's still shit at times yeah and things still yeah. get you down and mm. You can talk to people, you know, don't yeah. ever yeah. feel you can't. I mean, I wouldn't care if anybody I know rang me up and said, I need to talk to you. It's the I old talk- cliche, isn't it? It's like, this is the only time in yeah. human history where you're going, are you okay? We've actually fucking meant it. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And I hope we don't lose that bit, though. I hope we yeah. don't regress into, you know, people feeling that they can't open up again and share concerns because that shit kills you, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. And yeah. that's, I just really do hope that, that, people are a bit mindful of that when we when we come out of this that people will still suffer and mm. be struggling you know yeah, it's definitely. not all going to be rosy but good right moving on to uh shout outs daniel have you got any babes i do yes let me just flick over to the uh, related page i've got open <laughs> uh a kickstarter i've got two kickstarters okay uh, the, the hordes of surrey uh, oh that's one two. of mine okay yeah oh okay i'll do this one then yeah <laughs> Uh, it's a story. Mike and the gang have been having a simply splendid time hunted for buried treasure. The bad news, the Order of Surrey has been watching and is poised to strike. So we've got that. It's literally just started. I think we've got another 26 days to go. Yeah, I back uh, to I love Rory's art. Yeah, he's my yeah. dude. Yeah, so yeah, definitely back that one. Good. Uh, Rory's art taking another sort of leap and change and moving forwards. He's it's one of those guys, I think, five minutes from, you know, Dark yeah. Horse, someone like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So that's uh, absolutely looking, uh, lovely. We've got a uh, Tiger Boy versus issues one and two oh. by uh, Ch- Jordan Kroger, who uh, did The Fist, which you can now yeah. read on uh, Comic House. That looks like it's going to be delightfully eccentric and quirky. Uh, <laughs> it's got a, star- a sky pirate and a red panda battle of ro- a band of road warriors and team up with a five-year-old superhero in this fantasy action adventure. Uh, when you listen to this, you have three days to go on that. So go check that one. And that's made its goal. So brilliant. Good stuff. Another one that's made its goal is Digitopia issue three. You can catch up as well. There's a bundle to catch up one, two, and three. I've been following it. We've been pals with Farhan for a good few years now. And he was one of the um, guys who turned up at the 200. So he's our buddy. He messaged me saying, oh, it's, you know, it's going all right. But if you fancy giving a shout out, which is very polite and kind of him. So we thought I'll give it another shout out. I'm, I'm, I'm a big fan of his work. He, we interviewed him three years ago, I'm going to say. And he's a thoughtful dude. He's all right. Yeah, he's good. Going back to that, Digitopia, issue three. Uh, My last one is Drew Hurd, who's one of the drink and draw regulars and a buddy of ours. Um, He's running in the Great North Run for Guide Dogs for the Blind, so a worthy cause. Um, Find him in the Facebook group. Find him on Facebook, um, and I'm sure you'll find the link or he'll send you the link for the GoFundMe page. I've Mm. dropped a few quid, and so should you. Guide Dogs for the Blind is a great, great, they do great work, amazing, like Mm. miraculous work in my I don't know how they manage to do it, but they do do it. So go and give him some... Um, some money for him running the Great North Run. So good stuff. Good. What about you guys? Have you got any shout-outs at all, guys? Or? Uh, yeah, if you don't mind, I've yeah. got a couple. So one is yeah, go uh, for it. Uh, Paul PJ Johnson, uh, yep. fellow Wigan artist. He's about to, I think in the next week or so, he'll be dropping Razor Bastard Issue 3, <laughs> right, which yeah, is nice. another one he's uh, not suitable for work. <laughs> I need to get these. I need to get he's, them. He's great, yeah. Paul. He's, he's fucking mad as an actor. But... <laughs> He's, he's really like that schlock horror B-movie, you know, you just kind of roll with it. Um, but Razor Bastard is a bit different. It's a bit more layered than that. Um, okay. And there is actually a bit more 
behind what you'd expect from just a kind of schlocky character. So he's a good writer, Paul. He's a bit of a dark horse on that side. Stick the link in for me for for that, dude, will you? Because I'd love to. I think I might buy some of them. Yeah, 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 yeah. and he's a a thoroughly nice fella, and he's another one that, you know, he he, he works, I think he's a, I think he works in a nursing home during the day, right? and he he goes home and creates utter filth at night, but he's an absolute, (laughs) he's a a smashing bloke as well, and the other one as well, just to mention, was I've been rereading some stuff, and I've just been rereading um, Automatic Girl by Luke Michael Copsey, another, um, oh yes, I'll guess, yeah, and fucking hell, his work's incredible. Um, nice. I was asking him earlier, I was saying, like, what do you use for your kind of architectural stuff? And he, he does a lot of his designs in Blender. And he's got a very unique... I think you've seen his stuff, haven't you, Dan? Yes, it's, it's, it's really interesting. Very yeah. different. And, I mean, I'm sure you won't mind me saying, but he had an accident at work, which meant he, he couldn't draw anymore. He couldn't. He lost the use of his drawing hand for a while. And he, he kind of got it back now a bit. But in the interim, he kind of had to learn how to create a different way. And that's how he got into using things like Blender and stuff like that. But, oh, wow. okay. Jesus, man, his, his work is, is spectacular. His pin-up work and stuff. And Automatic Girl Part 1 and 2, Part 3 is out in November. Um it's available from uh, Luke Michael Cox. You can just get in touch with him on Facebook or Twitter and Instagram, and he's still got copies available. Not many, so uh, you know they're only short runs. And same with PJ Johnson as well. You can find him online, and he'll sell you filth. Um, no problem. <laughs> just get in touch with him. <laughs> and, and while we're here, let's pimp Omen to that. So, um, what you got? You've you've had some guests on there, man. It's been going well, isn't it? Yeah, it's been good. I mean, I, I call it sporadic because I can never organise it enough and then things happen and, you know, and you don't always, it doesn't always go to plan. So unfortunately, I was due to actually interview Dave Evans. Um, I know, we about, chatted about that, didn't we? Yeah, yeah and it's a real shame. I mean, he, he kind of, you know, he, he wrote back and said, oh, I don't really do, I've never done a podcast. It's not really for me. He said, but I actually think I should. So yeah, I'll do it. And we oh, never man. quite nailed the date. We were due to record the week after, unfortunately he'd passed yeah, away so yeah. you know but that would have been really interesting i'm still toying with an idea of maybe talking to some people about his contribution to the comics it's not a bad shout man yeah but yeah. not yet you know i feel yeah. it's a bit i don't want it looking like it's trying to agreed you know, yeah cash i get it, you but, uh, yeah, yeah i know it wouldn't be but you're wise yeah i think yeah. so yeah and the other one um i'm actually recording on tuesday is with uh claire hemsworth again where we're, we're going to hey. look at the, the art of proofreading Ah, Claire's great. Ah, Claire nice proofreads yeah. my stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And yeah. because I was, I was sort of saying to her, look, you know, people kind of think, you know, because she she does this service, and she where she'll she'll yeah. proofread and she'll look at plot holes and stuff like that, and give you a, a synopsis back. And I was saying that, you know, not being funny, but I think people think proofreading is just spell checking. No, nope. you know what I mean. Yeah. And it isn't that. It's there's mo- there is a real art to it. So she's going to come on this week and talk to us about that. So that should be out of the weekend. And then, yeah, we've got some got some good guests lined up for the next few weeks. A couple more 2000 AD art droids are lined up. Oh, nice. Up. Oh, good. Um, I have got one in my back pocket that I, I can't say who it is yet, but I have to do it physically, apparently, because oh, they, they don't okay. do it over the phone. So when, when the cons are back up and running, but <laughs> okay. I'll, I'll tell you after the show, but I'm really right. excited. Well, tell us when H isn't listening, if it's one of those yeah. sort of things. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> it's not a lady. <laughs> <laughs> Some lady. <laughs> yeah, no, thanks, guys. And um, I, I think I'm also there's this other geezer coming on as well. Um, I can't remember his name. Butcher something. Hey, Butcher, the Dan's on. Guns is on. Yeah, yeah. So I've been on a few times, right? You know, so. 
Yeah. Yeah, that'll go downhill pretty quick, I'm sure. Well, I, I was a bit <laughs> embarrassed because we had Steve, you had Steve Sims on, who was wonderful and gave this like yeah. really erudite like talk about his art and how he approaches it and stuff. And then the next week was me and Adam just <laughs> shouting <laughs> filth at each other. Well, you've got to have the rough with the smooth. <laughs> <laughs> and um, did you want to give out, we'll give it out again at the end, H, but what's the address for your um, YouTube channel? Oh, yeah. Um, God, you just just go onto YouTube and just type in Art92 and it'll just okay. sh- it should just pop up. Yeah. Brilliant. Nice one. I mean, I, I must confess I haven't posted anything for a while, but mainly because I've been so busy, which I'm not complaining about at all. But it just takes time to sort of do it properly and then edit it and, you know, put it in a nice little yeah. shell kind of thing. So, but I'm, I must get yeah, back to that. Yeah, professional looking. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Well, we're going to move on to recommendations now. So, guests go first. Um, so, what? who who wants to go first out of the two of you or are you doing a joint one? Uh, I'll go first. I think okay. H has got a different one to me, so I'll okay, keep this very short and brief. Otherwise, Vince will shit himself again. Probably. It'll be a three-hour episode. It's <laughs> looking like shaping up to be a three-hour. So mine is um, I've been picking up Silver Coin by Image. Oh, um, I've heard good things about this. It's an anthology yeah, so title, isn't it? The, yeah. The first two issues of that. So the first one is called The Ticket, which is by Chip Zdarsky and Michael Walsh. And the second one is Girls of Summer by Kelly Thompson and Michael Walsh. So that I think this has all been. Um, Kind of conceived by Michael Walsh himself because he seems to be drawing each of the, the episodic oh, issues. Okay. And it's the thing I like about it is it's a standalone series of um, horror stories that are interconnected in the same world, right. all by a silver coin, which is obviously the, the you know the MacGuffin. silver coin of the yeah. title. Um, so that's the kind of the, the, the MacGuffin, as it were, and they're just. There's something quite nice about. I mean, the art style. Michael Walsh is a great artist, anyway. Yeah, he's great, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. You know, he kind of invokes in me a little bit that, um, you know, the uh, Mazzucchelli Daredevil stuff. It's that kind of slightly kind of um, stylized, but he's a, he's a brilliant artist. And the, yeah. the stories. Um, I mean, the first, I've only read the first one and skim read the second one, but it's shaping up to be really, really good. Actually, I'm, I'm really must get on there. A lot of people are talking about that as good stuff. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I mean, their pitch on it is that you know, um, it's a tale telling a shared supernatural world interwoven with common characters and overlapping stories. And the first one's set in 1978 with a band that basically are just, um, you know, they'll do anything for fame. It's that that kind of you know <laughs> setup. So it's very tales of the unexpected and, and stuff like that. So yeah, highly recommended. I think um, I believe the first issue sold out. Super record time, I think it's on its third or fourth reprint. Oh, wow, okay, but definitely worth picking up. They're, they're good fun, they're good fun. Nice, and one. the second one is incredibly gory as well. And it's coming on the back of, um, you know, um, what was it? Um, well, you guys were talking about let's let's all die, yeah, oh, okay, yeah, 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 very similar vein to that. Oh, good uh, stuff, set on a set on a camp. So, yeah, uh, that's silver coin image comics 399, you know, usual sort of places you can pick it up from uh definitely recommend it good stuff age so i've only got one to recommend really and it's um, it's actually um by by marvel it's it's the 40th anniversary um covers by chris prowse uh, sorry chris sprouse that's prowse thing that's the bloody darth vader thing (laughs) yeah yeah, yeah. Um, and it's 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 lovely it's basically um it's just it's the retelling of um empire strikes back Oh, okay. Uh, okay. So this guy, this this Chris Sprouse, has basically retold it in a series of covers. Um, but what I like about oh, it, right. I mean, the, the actual the, the drawing is beautiful. Um, but 
and I know people might not like me saying this, I think the, the colours the colours and the inks are really lovely because it's been coloured and inked by, by different people. But when you look at the back, there's a lovely um, interview with him, um, like a Q&A, somebody um, interviews him and he explains how he came about it, how he drew it, how he watched the film and took stills of the film and how, uh, you know, he had to send in proofs to Lucas films and had to do some things over and over again. But when you go further in the back again, there's some basic sort of behind the scenes um, drawings and the pencils are absolutely beautiful. And I prefer the pencils to the finished work, if I'm honest. Yeah. Because yeah, I, love okay. that kind of thing. I love process pencils and seeing, you know, all the, all the scratchy lines and all the things that haven't been, you know, uh, sort of taken out digitally and things like that. Mm. And it's just, it's just a really lovely set of covers, just the retelling of, of the whole film. And the, yeah, okay. but the interview's lovely as well. And if I just, if I just read the interview and just saw the pencils, um, I'd be happy with that. But obviously you've got all the colour, the lovely colour covers as well. And he was saying how difficult it was to try and retell a story just in stills on the covers. Mm. But it's just, it's really, really nice. So it's it's Chris um, Chris Sprouse and the um, the inking was done by Carl Story and the colour was Neeraj Minon. Okay. Um, it's just really, really nice. I just, like Chris Sprouse. Just... You don't see enough of him. He used to, he did the Tom Strong stuff, which I really liked. I remember yeah, reading that. Right. Great. Yeah. Really good stuff. I'm yeah. just looking through some of the images now of the book. They look great. Ah, right. Yeah, and he's been working on them. Um, was it Age of the Rebellion? He's been doing some more Star Wars stuff. Oh, okay. So he's he's well and true in that Star Wars world. But yeah, yeah. he's a huge, huge yes. Star Wars fan. Having if you read the the Q and A, he does a little bit of you know yeah. background about how he got into Star Wars. It and is stuff. lovely. It's... I, I I bought it and then I haven't read it yet. He did splinter. I'm just looking him up. He did splinter <laughs> the mind's eye as well, didn't he? I think. Did he? Yeah, I'm That's... just looking at Dark Horse. He did Star Wars splinter the mind's eye one to four, nineteen ninety six. That's wow. a, an old one, isn't it? Well, I remember reading yeah. that novel thinking, fucking hell. And then they yeah, changed it all, didn't they? Yeah. That's set between, was it New Hope and Empire? I think so, yeah. Is that right? Yeah, yeah. But it sort of kind of, it, it can't be part of canon because when Empire comes no. out, yeah. It's that sort of thing, <laughs> isn't it? Because it messes with, doesn't Darth Vader turn up and they won't won't have met him or something like that, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. yeah completely throw it out. So, uh, yeah. Ah, good stuff. Yeah. Um, Daniel, what have you got, babes? I have got... Uh, friend of the show's comic that I read uh, a couple times during the week, and it's Moon, Moon Puke. All oh, right, yeah, yeah, I've got, I got this as well. Yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I've not. I regretfully, I didn't get it in physical copy. I always kind of miss out. Uh, oh, because he only does a few, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I really like Gareth's work. Me too, I, I always find the kind of it really. Uh, I don't want to sound wanky, but it speaks to me. Like, yeah, when when I'm reading it, it feels genuine and it feels. Very introspective isn't it almost yeah yeah, yeah. there's a there is a real look behind like the character and this one there's a chap called i can't really talk about it too much about spoiling the blood thing but it's a, about a guy called jonathan and his obsession with uh car parks and <laughs> <laughs> it's not not in any way sexual but he talks about like his his life and his job and he's very kind of humdrum and he's he's a kind of a strange chap who who is kind of stepped outside of society a little when he kind of looks in on it but he has this relationship a strange relationship with these car parks and one in particular which becomes the the focal point of the story and you hear about his musings of how his life's going up and down and it changes at the end uh i can't really give away what happens at the end but as i was like bloody hell i didn't see this coming and then it 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 I think, well, that's the end of the story. And then I got, oh, that's a couple more pages. And then it, it kind of carries on. And it was a, a roller coaster ride. I really enjoyed it. And the, the insight and observations that Gareth makes 
really just rang true. Yeah, it was like things I would I would have observed or do you know what I mean? They 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 come across as as real, uh, like someone would think, and that this is how this character's thinking, and it makes them feel very real. Uh, the the kind of the the paneling doesn't necessarily reflect what's going on in the page, but it holds the rhythm. And okay, if there's nine panels on a page, it dictates to me that's the speed at which it's read. There's a slowness to it, whereas if it's more bigger, expressive panels, it's a bit faster and fluid. So uh, that's how I took it. Yeah, but it it just really works. I, I really like uh, Gareth stuff, and I recommend you check it out. Which yeah. you can do so at uh, www.gerthink, which is G R think.com good yeah i invested in that i bought yeah. the, I, I luckily got in in time and got the physical copy and he sent me the i don't know if you remember when we did the lawless drink and draw he said he did a nemesis and he sent me that as part oh, of it fantastic. how cool was that yeah yeah, yeah really that lovely. Is fantastic yeah yeah good stuff um, i think okay. there's gareth stuff's on uh, comic house as well so you yeah can and check on comicsology as well i think and yeah. Comicsology. yeah 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 um, mine is um, Vacuum Decay, issues one to three. Um, they're uh, an anthology horror title. There's been three issues so far. Um, created, but last, I don't know if you remember last week, I was particularly unimpressed with the horror title that I read. Um, and I just thought it just it just played totally safe and popular. Yeah. Yeah. And it was really neutered and the opposite of what should go into, you know, horror. You know, there was... I, 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 hugely disappointed and you know 10 quid of mine down the drain but there you go so i, I this this came as part of the um strangers distro uh, distribution and i got um the three issues through the the most recent issue has only just come out so it's quite cool it's a cross between something you'd read in an ec book and modern underground the modern underground scene um it's the child of comics creator harry nordlinger uh, uh and it was it, it just hit that sweet spot for me where it was fucking weird um it just reads a lot of the stories just read just plain wrong um but they're well twisted they're well crafted twists which i think is hard to do in a horror comic hard for you to um the the best example of people getting it wrong this week is, is, is the dread the dread story in this week's prog are you are you subscribing to the prog at the moment damien are you there there no. Hello? no oh sorry Sorry, he drops out then. Oh, yeah. sorry, man. Are, you, are you subscribing to the prog at the moment? Or? No, I'm not, no. no. Um, I, I tend to dip in and out, really, these days. Okay. Um, yeah, I stopped subscribing a, a while back, actually. No worries, man. But there's a Dylan Teague story this week, which looks gorgeous. Dylan Teague's like a genius, you know. It's, oh, God. It looks amazing. It makes me sick. But <laughs> you're reading it and you're thinking, this is this, this is going somewhere. Then it doesn't go anywhere and you think, oh, okay. Mm. But this, this, this book is full of stuff that does go somewhere. Um I suppose my only main problem with it is each issue is $10, which seems a little bit high for 40 pages of black and white. I've got to tell yeah. you. Um, don't worry, I'm not going to go through each issue, but I thought I'd choose a story from, from each issue. Um, issue one is a story called Way Down by Carmichael Jones. He's an at Curse God. He was on Instagram. Um, and there's some sort of aggressive granny um, who gets the uh, the pest control dude back and she says look you haven't done your job properly and takes him into the backyard and there's this big sinkhole this huge hole in the ground so he crawls down it pushes his way through sort of the tight underground complex that he comes across with his torch and he discovers like a skeleton you know series of skeletons and you're thinking what the fuck's going on here and then the ground beneath him cracks open and he falls further into a further crevasse so it's already playing on that 
you know, I'm often wonder why these people go spelunking. You know, who who thinks that going cave diving in the darkness is fun? You know, fucking you know? mental. Sounds just, awful, uh, doesn't it? Yeah. yeah, no way. Looks terrible. And he falls down. He comes across. He's presented by this huge fucking head that comes out of one of the holes. And this head says things, things like, "Um, um what good is understanding?" You may be in hell. And then the last image is of him scrabbling through this maze of tunnels, just lost for the rest of his life. And you, know, you think, that's good. I like that. That's well done. Mm. Yeah. Um, <laughs> issue two, there's a, there's a, a story by Jeffrey Kruziak. Um, it's about a woman. A woman's laying in bed, and there's this sort of Christian faith healer TV show on. And... Um, I've got to find it while I'm talking to you because I need to read it to you because it's uh, it will. Uh, <laughs> I forgot quite how many vaginas there are in this comic. There's a lot. Um, the I'm just flicking through it now, and she's laying in bed, and she's there's a, next to her is a checkbook, and she's written a check out for sort of thousands of pounds. Um, and then he appears, and it almost like suddenly he starts talking to her through the television, and he says, "I can feel someone out there now." The, the character on television listening to us, Lord, and she is filling up with the Holy Spirit. Hmm. Oh, my Lord, that feels good. Mm. Oh, Jesus. Oh, God. She can feel that miracle inside her, deep inside. Mm. And you're thinking, oh, right, I see what he's doing now. I'll get you. They're the sort of things that people say during sex, I've heard. Um, is that right, Dan? <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and then life for Styley, he begins to suck the uh, the life out of her. And then the TV goes to sort of static. And I think that is so well done. I love that so mm. much. Yeah, it's just like creepy told well and it's got that it's got a sort of real 40s 50s style to the art in it you know just really really nice um the last one is called tv doctor by david ends um or it's either ends or enos i'm not sure actually um i'm just going to read um i'm just going to read the first page to you it's not long um you know there's these two sort of posh blokes they look like fraser fraser you know and his brother yeah, in yeah. that tv series it says you know it occurs to me Never have we trespassed into our maid's bedchamber. I wonder what she could be up to. It's only natural we should know everything that goes on in our humble abode. I have taken the liberty of installing a peephole in her washroom, right through into, right through her trite wallpaper. What do you see, dear brother? What do you see? It appears she is merely bathing. Our unsuspected cleaning lady, as nude as a forest animal. You must admit no details, his brother tells him. She is using Irish sprang soap, poor thing. It's all she can afford. And it just goes on like that, where they sort of stare at this woman while she's doing, while she's washing herself. Um, yeah, that's a horror story, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> it's a realistic horror story. Yeah, the sort of horror story that I exist in every Thursday. Um, yeah, so it's it's it just kind of reinforced my, well, reinstalled my love of horror comics. Really, and it's mm. full of sort of crazy, nasty, horrific art. You know, incidences, ideas, stories. Eyeball leads. I've written a few down. Eyeball eating hell demons. Lesbian bumhole licking nuns, uh, knife wielding <laughs> naked ladies, electric chairs, evil popes, TV channels that predict your death. That, that, it's got to be good, isn't it? Just genius. Yeah. 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 So there you go. That's my one. Uh, if you go to, I've got the, I've got the website here, um, www.vacuumdk.com. You can get a copy. Um, I bought it through the Strangers Distro. So I, 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 when I, I think I got another one dropping on the 12th, I think. So I always try and get a load of stuff off them because it's all. Harry's, um, they, they've got a real, they really know cool. You know, they've really got yeah. their finger on what's popular. That fucking just goes all that stuff, doesn't it? It's just in minutes. Nuts. I told yeah, you, minutes. I told you before when I actually got that thing through from 
PayPal, you have to get a text through to confirm you're the right person, you know? Yeah. And in yeah. that time, I lost out on three titles. Oh, man. Just in the time it took for them to text me, you know? Pain in the ass, that now, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, you have to pay the postage, which is why I do a chunk at a time, but yeah. it's, it's worth it. Yeah, it's good stuff. Okay, very good. Look at this, super long. We've gone super long. Um, thanks, guys. That's brilliant. Um, did you want to just let us know your contact details again? H, would you, do you want to start? Yeah. So um, as far as like the business is concerned, it's, it's on um, Twitter, it's Art92. On Instagram, it's Art92. Facebook, Art92. And, of course, we've got the website www.art92.com cool. um, and then on Instagram as well I've got an account just which is just Helene Redburton Art um, good stuff that's it really yeah. Yeah. good nice stuff fun. mate good dames uh, yeah I mean like you know like you said we try and spur everything off Art92 um, yeah. and then I've got I think on Twitter I think it's Damien Edwardson Art I, I, can't, I don't know to be honest but you, know, <laughs> you can see me on there every morning <laughs> With uh, Marty the Wonder Marty. Dog. Yeah. Yes, I'm enjoying those. On our morning adventures. Yeah, good stuff. Good. He's got a quite an expressive face, your dog, isn't he? Oh, yeah. He's <laughs> just so sweet. He's, yeah. he's one of the best things to come out of the, yeah. this pandemic. It's like a lovely dog. I'll tell you what, a picture with him is worth a thousand slaved over paintings and drawings, I tell you. <laughs> yeah. He's, uh, he's definitely got a face for social media, definitely. Yeah, cool. And uh, Daniel, where can we find you? You can find me on Twitter at Vanguard Comic, and you can read Vanguard at VanguardComic.com. Cool. What's Comic the plan for the up- upcoming week? What have you got going on? This upcoming week, uh, well, I've got a couple of the, uh, commissions on the go, so they're kind of being done in the background. Unfortunately, I can't really share them too much because uh, if someone's paying me a bit of artwork, I don't want to splash it around unless they give me the nod. Okay, so, yeah. yeah, yeah. Like that, uh, I've done a Hollow Girl cover for Looks Luke great, man. Cooper. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Cheers. And that, that he, he like shared that this week but obviously i couldn't share that around but, Good stuff. Uh, but if you, oh cheers dude uh if you want a commission off me please uh get in touch so i've got a, a couple of weeks where i can uh squeeze it in so let me know good and i've had a couple of commissions off dan and they are as good as you would think they would be yeah. as well so that one i did of you and helena were great the yeah, uh, it was you can also find and get well soon, Vince. Let's say that yes, again. Get well, soon, get well soon, babes. Um, you can find it Jester Diablo on Twitter. So look him up. Send him some uh, nudes on the DMs and cheer him up. <laughs> while he's not, while he's clearly not shitting his pants because he clearly that that, that clearly didn't happen. Yeah, um, wipes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> put the uh, put the toilet roll in the fridge for the morning. Oh, bless him. <laughs> uh, you can find me never on anything.com or you can find me at tribute um, pa- patreon.com forward slash tribute press, which is on fire at the moment. We're just about to finish the George Mayhem tri- strip um, with 4P. 4P has been a fucking duke. It's yeah. gone. I'm really pleased the way it's gone. And and the ending's great. I'm, re- I'm over the moon. And we're going to print with that soon. So if you are on the Patreon, you'll be getting a copy of the print as well. It's a little surprise. Um, also... Um, We've got some pinups coming. Got some pinups by some saucy people. Um, Daniel, um, Vincenzo Bananas Hunt, and also Damien, you've done us a pinup, which uh, you. Oh, nice. You are a mental case. You know that, Dame. So I love you. But you, you did you did me one. You said, I didn't like it enough. So I've done you another one. So you sent me another one yesterday. It's amazing. Yeah. yeah they're well, both I, great. Yeah. I mean, there's just something about the first one that didn't, didn't quite. I don't know, you know, and you know this, Dan. Sometimes you do something, and, and H as well. You create something, and you, and you yeah. think, yeah, you know, it's okay. And then something about it keeps niggling you, and you keep yeah. going back. And mm, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. 
Um, so yeah, so I, I hope you like the second one. It's oh, amazing. it's amazing, mate. I love it. Yeah, I sent it to 4P and 4P just went, what the fuck? You know, yeah, sometimes you just <laughs> I really enjoy really doing it. that as well. I really, I, I, again, this thing of I want to do something a little bit different than what I would normally do. So um, yeah, I'm glad you liked it, mate. Good stuff, man. Good stuff. And it's a brilliant series that, that you've done as well. That, I oh, mean, thank you, mate. very kind of you. Enough to uh, get a preview of it. And it's a, it's a wonderful story in the artwork. I mean, Stuff. he's great he's, he's really leveling up man we're doing we're just really planning something cool. else now and he's just he's yeah. great to work with i've got to recommend oh. anyone who works with him i recommend it he's a good dude uh, me yeah. and me and falpy are working and uh, we do like a, a podcast just for the patron as well which we're going to be talking about the new project which launches in about a month um which is an ongoing five issue project and um i've got something by um Demetrius Zack, which launches in about oh, three nice. weeks, which is a two-week project, um, just uh, called Fame, and that is another one about people who perhaps shouldn't be famous. Let's put it that way. Um, <laughs> we're quite, we're quite great, pleased. Yeah. He's, a, he's a great guy to work with as well. Good stuff. Um, if you want to reach out to the pod, you can go to Awesome Comics Pod at gmail.com or tony.awesomecomicspod at gmail.com if you've got any books or events or anything like that you want to send to us we're on twitter at the awesome pod facebook facebook.com awesome uh, awesome comics podcast or awesome awesome comics talk um, uh, the website is awesomecomics.podbean.com and you can also find us on the slack so join the slack guys it's, it's the place where we seem to the conversation seems to be non-stop it seems to be happening there come over just send me a message and i'll i'll send you um it's usually like a timed out link so it times out within 24 yeah. hours so send us that and um and we can send you that we're also get available on, uh, sorry mate we'll get you in yeah yeah you'll be in the door um we're also available on other other podcast networks we're on apple Podcasts, spotify amazon stitcher pod knows um are there any other podcast networks are on tony thanks for asking yes we are um we're on pod <laughs> death by erectile defunct dysfunction which is a great little uh, network we got another review this week didn't we did Was we last week i think it was last week that one unless we yeah. Yeah, might have done i haven't looked i've read high off one review for two weeks yeah <laughs> vince has just texted me saying how did it go so it clearly doesn't appreciate <laughs> that we have talked non-stop now for uh <laughs> Much longer than we expected. Yeah, but, uh... we'll be getting banned again. Not <laughs> Shadow banned. <laughs> <laughs> so thanks, guys. That's been great and really insightful. I think that was a really good little chat we had there about yes. the nature of yeah. uh, lockdown and art. Yeah, really interesting stuff. No, well, thank you. Yeah, well, thanks for having us, guys. Yeah, thank you. Oh, for pleasure. Yeah, great. Always, always a pleasure. Good stuff. Thanks for listening. So from Helena, Damien, myself, and Dan, have a great week. And what should they do? Stay awesome. Fucking hell. Proper in time. See ya. Bye. Bye. Bye.